Yo. Yo, yo, yo. What up, 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 what up. How's it going, everyone? Chilling, man. Chilling. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Now that I'm a Twitch affiliate, I'm doing hey. better. Hey. claps going. <laughs> hey, Phil's on Twitch now. What's the command? Exclamation point Phil? Exclamation point Phil. Yes, sir. Phil O Twitch. Phil O Twitch. Phil's on Twitch now, yeah? But look, look what it says. Read it. Phil. Oh, you fixed hey. it. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed it. You fixed the Phil's O Twitch. I fixed it. I fixed it, man. Yo, what up, y'all? Phil's on Twitch now, man. Y'all show show Phil some love, man. Go check him out. He's uh he's an, he's officially an affiliate now. You know what Thank I mean? Go go subscribe to him and get some of those those Phil emotes. It's all uphill from here. It is all uphill from here. Yes, sir. But um, well, how's it going, everyone? We are here to discuss UFC Fight Night Thompson versus Neil. Uh, already, a couple fights have been changed mm. and taken out because obviously you could have guessed. COVID-19. COVID-19, exactly. And we already got, yep, we already got someone. What what did he say? Uh, I don't know what he said. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is about ghosts and like. The bot got him. And that's the spirit world and stuff like that. But we'll just move on past that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, yeah. Hey, Flaming Delta. What up, man? How's it going, bud? How you doing, by the way? Beyond all of that other yeah, shit you just posted not, in That's the a chat. lot. So I, I that's a lot to unpack right exactly. there. Exactly. But we are here to discuss UFC Fight Night. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Jeff Neal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The last card, too, of um, 2020. Man. Until, I don't know. When is the next one? When is the... Let me look it up right now. UFC. Actually, let me... Let's see. I'll pull, let me pull up the card for everyone right now so we can see. Let's start. We're going to break. start with the prelims and all that, right? Start from the beginning all the way, all the way yeah, up we, to the main card. We can start, we can start from the beginning. Sorry, I'm just looking at news. I typed in UFC and I'm seeing news about Brendan Schaub. So that's why that's why I was <laughs> oh not God. paying attention right there. But yeah, well, the first fight of the night already has been um, changed. It's supposed to be Rick Glenn versus Carlton Minus, but it has been changed to Carlton Minus versus Christoph Giagos. Hey, wasn't wasn't uh Carl Robinson was on this card as well. Yeah, he was. He was due to COVID again. Wait, Tested he, positive for COVID again, so I think he's off the card as well. Is he really? Yeah, man. Again, that's back to back, or maybe even three times so far. Wow, that's rough. Yeah, With yeah, the same guy, you're right. Carl Robinson versus Dalcha Lugibula. Lugibula. So they kept trying to rebook it. Now they have to rebook it again. Is he, is that dude on the card at least? No, or no. Yes, yeah, so I'm guessing off. they're gonna rebook that fight again for a third time. Jesus Christ, dude! This this coronavirus. This shit is just. It's crazy. It's out of control. And it, it wasn't really this bad until I feel like now. So let me ask you this. Do you think that the UFC should just say, you know what, fuck it, and just start overbooking the cards? Like, pack the cards out. They might as well, because if two or three fights are going to get pulled from each card, I would say, or at least have guys on standby, you know? Yeah, but that's how much. That's too much to pay people, you know? I'd say, yo, just fucking just overbook, overbook it. it, man. Overbook the card. Mm. Just add as many people. Usually, how many people are usually on a card? How many fights? How many bouts? I want to say I'd what? Say like ten to fifteen. Yeah, ten. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it, thirty bouts. <laughs> so you want to go double? Thirty bouts and just bro. overload them. Thirty fucking bouts. Fuck it. That would be that would be a shit ton, but that that would be interesting as well. They'd be rushing through this thing. I mean, the card is still starting at. I'm pretty sure prelims are yeah start at four p.m. 
So maybe that is what they're doing. Maybe how many bouts on that card now? On the prelims alone, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, there's seven. There oh was eight. Oh my god. There was eight. Yeah, so they're definitely adding more. Maybe they're not doubling it, but they're definitely adding yeah. more fights than normal. And there's only five on the main card, so yeah, fights definitely got switched around and pulled out and stuff like that. But who knows? I mean, it, it makes sense. We're living in. Yeah, it, makes it sense. does. It does. It really does make sense at this point with all this shit going on, but. Excessive said 30 fights with the UFC paces its card. I would die. I hope they don't pace it at that point. They would just yeah, they would just going. need to roll them out. Facts. For real. NSR running running that war zone with Randy, uh, but have to but have a good stream. Oh, running the war zone right now, Randy. Have a good stream. Make sure your laptop is charged. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, man. Appreciate that's, you. Yeah, that's the main thing we worry about now. But you want to hop right into the card then? Uh, let me bring it up for everyone first. Hold okay. up. Let me bring it up for y'all. Excessive said, or do we do two octagons side by side? That'd be crazy. Nah, bro. Now you're trying to turn it into a fucking, what, are, what do you call that? And he said, just run it like a youth wrestling tourney. <laughs> That's exactly what it would look like. Hold up. Am I? All right. Don't do me like that. Do not do that to me. Ian said stack card, bro, but I'm sad about Carl and Dolce got scrapped. Yeah, we're just that's talking about that. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. We're just talking about that. That's that's rough, bough. Yeah, that's rough. That's they're gonna have to rebook that again. All right, there we go. Boom. So first card, first fight of the night. Talk to us, Phil. First fight of the night. Well, like I said, supposed to be Rick Glenn versus Carlton Minus, but now it's Carlton Minus versus Christoph Giagos. Um, I'm not too sure who Christoph's Giagos is and his style or anything, but Rick Glenn, or excuse me, Carlton Minus, he fights out of Anchorage, Alaska. He just made his UC debut in his last fight, um, which was August, sometime in August, I believe. He's a contender series guy. Good hands. Carlton Minus. Yes. Yeah. Very good hands, honestly. But we saw in his last fight, it was kind of strange. He fought also a guy who was making his UC debut. I think it was like... His name was like Matt Smellisberger or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of got outworked on the feet. It looked like he got tired, too. Really? Gassed out, yeah. Now, when you see... Yo, Drew, what up, Drew? Uh, Ian, what up? So, Zessive, uh, when you see guys who who gas out like that, right? And maybe we've seen them before and they didn't gas out in the past. Do we say, hey... COVID has something to do with that? Do we give them kind of like a, do they get like a little bit of a cushion, a little pass for them to get tired once? Well, depending where you live. Like if you're from somewhere that's closed, like legit, you know, closed, not down in the South or some shit where you Mm -hmm. can actually train, I would say like, all right, maybe, you know, times are tough, but I I would give them a pass regardless, honestly, with all this shit going on. Mm -hmm. Your prime example, for, for example, your fight obviously didn't go your way, your last fight, but even everything leading up to it, you were like, it was not normal at all. It was no. like completely the opposite of normal. For sure. Which is a mind fuck in itself for a lot of fighters, I would say. Especially with like any sports, a lot of fighters, I feel like, have their like rituals that they do before fights, right? Yeah. And that's breaking, I don't know. It's just uh, it's just weird times. That's uh, like. So when you see a guy get tired, it's kind of, you have to wonder like, but I mean, we've been in COVID now. It's not like we just got into COVID now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My fight, True. it just started and everything was up in the that's air and people were fucking sense. buying out toilet tissue and shit like that. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> now... All right, we know how to deal with it. We know you know what's what. You're getting 
UFC is not putting on last. They're not. They're giving last minute fights, but they're giving last minute fights to guys who are already in the UFC, yeah. who are already in the the swing of things. They're not Prepared, just yeah. hey, you're signed, you're fighting next week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like that. And so they're giving guys like three months to train. You have mm-hmm. three months. You know, granted, shit is not great. The conditions aren't great, but I'm sure you should be able to get in shape at least. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I agree with you then in that sense because, like you said. COVID's not new now. No, yeah, you're yeah. right. It isn't. It's been around for almost a year now. Yeah. It actually, which is crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's flown by. Actually, I think it is a year, right? Wasn't like first cases coming out in China in, in December? Yeah. Bro, that's insane. Yeah, it's been one year. That shit flew by. That's crazy. Wow. That, that really is insane. But um, anybody know much about Christos Giagos? I, I really don't know much about him. Mandrew said, sucks to see Rick Glenn get scratched from the card. Yeah, and he got pulled out for undisclosed reasons. They didn't really give a reason why who Rick Glenn was supposed to fight Carlton Minus. They just... I mean, uh, it would well, have to be... What else could it be? Or like, it would have to be or COVID an injury or something. Or something, something like, how, long did he, how long did he pull out? Th- like, literally yesterday. Yeah, tested positive, bro. Yeah, That's the only thing that well, could it said, happen. It said undisclosed reasons, so I wasn't sure if it was like... Only th- I can tell you, it's either COVID. I'm, my money's on COVID... Or maybe weight cut issues and had to got sick and had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. That that's the only thing I could see. Hmm. Oh, Mandrew said first cases in China were October or November of last year, which is even crazier. Yeah, and May two K said he could have pissed hot. Nah, yeah, true. Who knows? But I I don't think so. Um, well, they I would have said that. No, what you don't think they would have said that? Yeah, I feel like they would. Because yeah. they don't give a shit about that. Now. <laughs> they they call him out, whoever. <laughs> But um, I would give you the odds, but I don't have it because Christos Greek. Because you didn't do your research. No, no, no. Because I did my research. He didn't do his research. I did my research for Rick Glenn, but he's not here anymore. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Next up, who we got? All right. Up after that, we have Jimmy Flick versus Cody Durden. Jimmy Flick finally making his UFC debut in this fight. Uh, he had a he's a contender series alumni, big big jujitsu guy, Jimmy Flick. He um he has where is it fifteen and five record, thirteen wins by submission and two by decision. Ooh, yeah. So this guy's finisher. Yeah, finisher on the okay. ground. That is not on the yeah. feet. But on the other hand, Cody Durden made his UFC debut in August, where he had a unanimous decision draw with Chris Gutierrez in. Uh, comes in this fight with 11 and 2 record, 5 wins by KOTK, 5 by submission, and 1 by decision. Mm. So, oh. Oh, Aaron with the with the resub four months in a row. My guy. Oh, that's what? Big purple, big blue belt status, wow. right? Hey. Look at you. Oh, man. Give it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up, Aaron? Appreciate you, my boy. Thank you. But this fight, Jimmy Flick, as you can tell by his record, and just, I mean, if you've watched his contender series or, or watch him on his previous fights. Like I said, big jujitsu guy. But in this one, I feel like Cody Durden is the more well-rounded fighter on mm-hmm. the feet. I'm saying, but obviously on the, on the ground, uh, I'm going to go with Jimmy, Jimmy flick for this one. When we, when we see guys like this, right. When we see guys who have what, give me his, give me his, uh, his, his finishing rate. His fi- he has a hundred percent finishing rate. If he wins, right. Or maybe about 90%. 13 wins by submission and two by decision. And he's 15 and five, 15 and five. So, more or less, if he doesn't finish, he he he's probably gonna lose, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because he's um, not going to decision. How much merit do you put into those kind of stats? Hmm. Actually, chat. What do y'all think too? I'm asking you guys the question too. Um, 
how much merit do we put into that? You know, I feel like it's tough, especially because he's making his UFC uh, debut now, and we don't know where he's been fighting before, who he's been fighting. He could be fighting. He could have won his first five fights in a row by submissions. Meanwhile, he's been doing his whole life, but he's fighting guys that have never been, you know, like guys who've never been that, to a jiu-jitsu class. Exactly. Ever. That don't know anything on the ground. They're just like, hey, I'm like, I'm here to show up and fight. Yeah, true. But it could also be the opposite. It could be. Yeah, it could be, honestly. But, well, Excessive said, yeah, look at Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall's a good example, honestly. Mm. Sick jujitsu. Sick jujitsu. I mean, and he's. That dude. How do we feel? Maybe you think he gets cut? Ryan Hall? Yeah. He's he just taking up space on the, on the roster. Yeah, he, he hasn't, hasn't fought, fought in a but nobody wants to fight the dude. Yeah. No one no one wants to, actually, at all. I mean, I don't blame him. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> but. The neighborhood alien. Yo, what up, my man? How you doing, bro? Yo, yo, yo. What's good, bro? Um, but yeah, I think we're going to see Jimmy Flake obviously try and get to this fight to the ground so that he can add another submission win to his record, but I don't know. Maybe Cody Durden's going to be able to stuff some takedowns and finish it on the feet. Yeah, we'll I, see. I'm more confident for Cody on the feet than, uh, than Jimmy for sure, though. There's no doubt about that. All right. Well, we'll just have to see how it plays out. Yes, sir. Jimmy Flick, though, is the favorite coming in at minus 150, and Cody Dern is the underdog at plus 130. And Kamora said, oh, he's talking about Ryan Hall. Kamora said he's also turning down a lot of fights. It's not just people avoiding him. He's turning down a lot of fights? Wait, what Ryan we, Hall. Really? Yes. I, didn't, I, wouldn't, I didn't see that coming from where? I'm not sure. I honestly, I just Who's he turning down? From, how do you know that? Where's that source from? Aaron says <laughs> Flick has, said, I'm calling all cap on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Bro. Let me hear that. Let me hear where that comes from. We have some interesting news, though, about uh, Flick now. Aaron said Flick has three submission wins this year, and May 2K said Flick's been knocked out four times. Oh, yeah? That's See, that's not good. Uh, five, five losses. losses? Yeah, five losses, and four of them are knockout, TK, or whatever. Damn. That's tough. That's tough. So he's only every time he's lost, he's been finished? Yeah. Except... Uh. That's rough. Yeah, but hey, he's a, he's a he's a winner though. So maybe that, that's what the UFC likes too. Is either you're gonna get finished or finish. Exactly. You yeah. know. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm from for this fight. You know what I'm running with. Um, I'm going with my guy Cody Durden on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure honestly. It's gonna be a tough one to decide. All right. Sure. Next up. Next up, we got. Yes. All right. I'll let you pronounce that name. All right. This fight, I'm actually very very excited for. We have Tafan Naku Naku. Kuchui versus Jamie Pickett in the middleweight division. Now, Tefan Nakskuchui represents Cameroon and he's making mm. his UC debut in this fight. Uh, he's originally a heavyweight and he got he got into the UFC after a KO head kick in uh, on Dana White Contender Series of September mm. this year. Uh, making his UFC debut, just like I said, but he only has a record of four wins and zero losses, so he's still yeah. pretty new. He, I believe he got a, a develop, developmental mm, contract initially. So he had to go and get some fights on the outside, and then you know Dana White brought him back, and then they signed him. I believe so. Um, the knockout that he had on the Contender Series last time was fucking vicious. vicious. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Great. I mean, that heck, the dude that he was fighting though, man, was that was rough. That yeah. was, I don't think that dude was ready or, or mm. prepared. He looked undersized. Yeah, you know, fighting a fucking beast of an athlete. And Especially yeah. Oh well, no, we were gonna say yeah. It, it, it just seemed it seemed kind of like a mismatch, but. On paper, it it, it it looks like it worked mm. just because of this, the this the number of fights, yeah. the records. You know what I mean? But um, he seems that it seems like he's gonna be a problem depending on what they do with him. I think they should take it slow and, and build him because he has a shit ton of potential. 
is uh do, do you know does he know um what's his name Nganu? Isn't Nganu from Cameroon? Yes, he is from Cameroon. I don't know if they know each other. You asking me if they know each other? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they know each other. It would be cool if they, if they trained like with they, each other. That's what I would uh, would have expected or something like that. But um, <laughs> yeah, four and zero still. But as you would ex- or as you would have guessed, what do you think all of his wins come by? Oh, KO. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's four and zero. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he's he is moving down from heavyweight to middleweight in this fight. Oh, is he? Yeah. What? So that last fight that was a heavyweight. I think fight? he weighed in at two twenty two. For no, his fight. On the contender series, what weight class was that at? That had to have been 205 or something like that. Maybe he's moving down then. Let me get his name up. Um, May 2K said it's pronounced Chukwi. Oh, his last name is Chukwi? Yeah. Damn, I would not have known that at all. Excessive. Uh, Just just a large, large fellas just trying to send each other to the shadow realm. Oh, uh, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe it is 185. Yeah, I'm thinking it's 185. Oh, because like, oh, on his shirt dog it says he's uh yeah, it says he's heavyweight. That's probably why. Maybe he's fought there in the past. Yeah, but. that's that's probably what it is. So maybe he has been fighting at um one eighty five middleweight then coming into this one. But yeah, it's technic like te- let's speak to like the technical side of it. You know what I mean? To the tech He's in the 85 division, bro. That's a steep, steep, stacked. deep, deep, stacked fucking division, bro. You know what I mean? Like, what does he do? Again, I, for me, looking at him, he has a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. For me, it seems the same thing. Like, uh, it's literally the same exact thing with, like last week where we spoke about uh, the kid with the jiu-jitsu. Uh, Chase Hooper. Chase Hooper. For me, personally, I, I lo- I'm looking at it like that. Mm. You know, maybe... You guys may disagree with me, but that's how I feel. And you know, I predict these things. You know, <laughs> I predict these things. But from, and I don't want to say a lot of hype, right? But there is some hype there. Um, but he has so much potential. The, the potential is there. That's a fact. Definitely. That ain't hype. Mm. But hype only gets you so far. So we got to see what he can do with it and what his team does and and how they bring him along. You know, but uh, as of right now, he seems to be a problem. Definitely, but I, I agree with you. We got to see. He he still has to prove himself. Yes. First, that's, like, that's basically, it. yeah. I mean, and we've been saying that a lot about a lot of fighters recently. They still need to prove themselves, but it's true. I mean, what else is there? If you're given, like, first of all, he has four fights. Mm-hmm. Not in the UFC. He has four fights in his pro in MMA his, career. His pro career. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. So him, I think him and Chase Hooper is in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, I, except, I for, except one, pe- one person knocks motherfuckers yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The other, the other person guy. subs people. Yeah. You know? But we didn't really talk about um, Jamie Pickett at all. Jamie Pickett is a two-time Dana White Contender Series alumni. First fought in 2019 where he lost by unanimous decision and then got a second chance in August of this year where he had a TKO win. That's the dude with the 20-piece combo. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's actually him. But uh, making his UFC debut in this fight, comes in with an 11-4 record, eight wins by KO, TKO, one by submission, and two by decision. Um, this is gonna be a super fun one, though. I think we're gonna see someone get knocked out. Oh, absolutely! I got I got Jamie Pickett picked. I think I'm gonna go with uh, Tafoon. How, how do we say his name again? Nukwi. Tafoon Nukwi. Yeah, Nukwi. Oh, Chukwi. Tafoon Chukwi. Okay. And then someone's Ian said Tafoon knocked out William Knight. Who's William Knight? William Knight. William Knight. He is. Oh, he's in the UFC. He got he got in through uh, Dana White Contender Series too. Yeah, that was they fought. Where did they fight in the UFC? No, no, no they fought in Cage Fight Cage uh, Fury Fighting Championship. 
Um, what but, are the odds? Yeah, odds are Tafoon is coming as the favorite at minus three twenty five, and Jamie Pickett is the underdog at plus two sixty five. Right. So this will be a, a fun one, definitely. Next Thank up. You. Thank you for the follow. The proper. Appreciate it, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Up next, we have Jillian Robertson versus Talia Santos. Um, we were supposed to have this fight. Were we not last week? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jillian Robertson making her ninth UFC appearance in this fight with her third. This is her third fight in 2020. Comes with a nine and four record with one win by KOTKO, six by submission, and two by decision. And Talia Santos, we spoke about this uh, or about her last show because she was supposed to fight. She has a very impressive record: sixteen wins and only one loss. Yeah. But we also did bring up the fact that I feel like she's Brazilian, and I feel like those Brazilian fights or records are. Yeah, exactly. A bit suspect, <laughs> I guess you could say. Oh man, bro. I don't yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to say when we were looking at her record and looking at but hey, is this her how many fights in the OC does she have? Uh Talia, she has this is her third UFC appearance. And and she had she's one and one in the UFC. She's one and one in the UFC, but she went undefeated her entire career. Until the UFC. Until exactly. she got into the UFC. I mean and how was her win? I think it was unanimous decision. This was it, and all of her other wins were finishes. Uh, no, hold on, let me check right now. Oh, sorry, no, I have it in my notes. No, Tale Santos, ten by KOTKO, two by submission, four by decision. So majority okay. from KOTKO. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Remember, my, I, like my thoughts remain the same on her, man. Yeah, As I, I just got to see it. Yeah, I mean you know? that's and I mean that's everybody, right? Exactly. I feel like I just gotta see. She's it. still new to the UFC, so I mean, her she actually has a reach advantage, right, in this fight. Now, let me ask you this, right? How do you feel about? And I'm asking everyone this, right? What do you guys feel like if you have? It's a massive reach advantage, by the way, mm. right? She has 68 inches, where Jillian only has 63 inches. Yeah. Now, in the women's fights, I feel like reach is never really a factor. Not it's not not let me not say never. It's not much of a factor as it is in like men's men's fight. Am I am I am I am I right or am I wrong? I'm not sure honestly. I've never really thought of that, so it's tough to it's, say. I, I like. say when we say when we say like early on lower tier to mid tier, it only it, it, with women. I feel like it's more of a factor the more elite you go, like mm-hmm. the the higher up you go, the more elite females. Mm-hmm. I feel like. They just kind of just collide. That's what I. That's they what just I was. Go th- after it. Just <laughs> and, of, and they just, just yeah. yeah. They just go at it. You know. Yeah. And they just fucking go to war. Yeah. You know. Just swinging. Yeah, which is fun as hell. Mm. All right, but I feel like the reach doesn't matter as much. I guess you could say that because honestly, I was exa- thinking exactly that of them of two girls just straight up just going at it. You know, but I don't know. I've never really thought of that. Yeah. It's tough to say. Oh, Howard Train is going. He said, Yo, Ooh, Howard, what up? What up, Howard? How you doing, bro? Um, Madrid said he has Jillian I'm leaning towards Jillian too man Yeah I feel like I might be as well To be honest But I'd say this is going to be An even matchup regardless And I think I, I'm actually excited for these two To throw down But Jillian Robertson Is a slight favorite Coming in at minus 115 And Talia Santos Is the slight underdog at plus, Or minus 105 Excuse me Okay right. Now up next We have Duran Wynn Versus Antonio Arroyo At Catchway They're fighting at 195 Woo Now this is a very 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 interesting matchup On the sole reason Because um, The difference in height Do you Hold see up. how tall he is? Bro Why are they fighting At a catchweight? Uh, I, I don't know They I'm not sure Nah bro 
I feel like every time I see Darren win fights, he's fighting out of cash weight. What's good with that? Maybe he just can't make the weight in there. They Yo, want he's like he's tiny. Dude, he's bro. five six, and look how tall Antonio Arroyo is. It, he's I think he was Daniel Cormier's protege or something. Mm. Right? Is that what it is? That makes sense that they're letting him. And I mean, I don't know. I, I can't say that's the reason why, but I think he is Daniel Cormier's protege. He fights out of AKA. Mm. I mean, he's built the same exact way, just at fucking. I don't know, whatever weight he is. Is it 85 or 70? I, I, I think he's know, 85. I don't know where he fights at, bro. Oh, yeah, 185. He's a middleweight. Um, that's insane. That's insane. Uh, his, rest, his wrestling credentials are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wrestling background is fucking stacked with all the accomplishments that mm-hmm. he's... He, all the things that he's accomplished in wrestling. But I feel like he's having a tough go here in mixed martial arts. I would say definitely on the, uh, the ground game. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, for sure. I mean, look at his last loss. Well, obviously, Gerald Mirashart. Yeah, that, even but him to. and Spicely. You remember Spicely? No, I'm not sure. Uh, what is what Spicely? What is Spicely's name? Uh, I know if you pull up his shirt dog, pull up uh Darren Wynn's shirt dog for me. His the guy he fought was uh Eric Spicely. Eric Spicely was a good jiu-jitsu guy. Um, I remember they went to war, bro. Oh yeah, Eric Spicely. Yep, you're correct. He, Eric, I mean, in that fight, Eric Spicely also took him down. Eric Spicely's not really a wrestler; he's a jiu-jitsu guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They and they. they they were going at it. They were going at it. And I, I really enjoyed that fight. You know, he showed his heart in that fight. Mm-hmm. He showed that, you know, he's, he can deserves, dig deep. Yeah, exactly, you know, and he deserves yeah. to be here for sure. But I think he needs to go down, man. He needs to get a nutritionist. Well, I don't know, and he needs to go down. I mean, just looking at the height difference in this fight alone, that's mind blowing to me. Dude, he's 5'6", and this guy's fighting his 6'2", or 6'3". Mm. Is that not like that's crazy? Yeah. Right? That's crazy. That's Dude, this could be like, it's literally going to be like them like th- looking like this fighting each that's other. That's like me fighting my girl, bro. Exactly. <laughs> or like you fighting me or something. Yeah, I'm no, a, you're not 5'6". What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, bro? You're like, you're like head and shoulders above this dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but dude, this is going to be a wild one, and I'm very intrigued, honestly, to see what goes on. And also, you do bring up a good point. I don't know why it is at 195. That's so odd. I feel like his last fight was at was there too, at the same weight. I don't know. That's really strange, actually. His wrestling is insane, though. His wrestling credentials are insane. I just feel like in MMA at this level, it's tough, man. He needs to go down, and I think that that's when we'll see more of his wrestling shine. Mm. That's where we'll start to see him. You know, we can get the best out of him. I think mm-hmm, definitely. And uh, uh, someone said in the chat, but yeah, if he doesn't win this one, he, this is going to be his third loss in a row. First to Darren Stewart, then to Gerald Mirchart, and now to Antonio Arroyo. He, and we saw what happened with Gerald Mirchart recently. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to say, hey, this guy is not. Yeah. Either he, I feel like he doesn't win this and he could get cut. Yeah, it's possible. So it's possible. What? It's going to be a real interesting one, honestly. But, yeah, but I mean, this is a hard challenge, man. This it is. is a hard fucking challenge. It is. And he's still, like, he's only six and two. But here's the thing. Look at the. You know what's crazy? Look at Antonio's reach. His reach is seventy three inches. Only three inch reach advantage. Damn, that's actually crazy. But look at all that height he got on him. Yeah, that, which is going to be. I feel like that's going to be difficult for. No, him. but look at his reach. What can he do? It, height so and reach be right in there. I don't know, man. I don't know. What's talk? Talk to me about Antonio. All right, Antonio is um, fought twice in Daniel White Contender Series. Another guy who fought twice on uh, Contender Series. First in 2018, where he won by unanimous decision, but didn't receive a contract. And his second time was in 2019, where he had a submission win, which helped him finally get his way into the UFC. But he has a 9-3 record with four wins by KOTKO, four by submission, and one by decision. Mm. So, uh, I'm going to say Antonio is a more well-rounded fighter in this one. Because, like, I don't know, it's just... 
Deron win too. I feel like he doesn't really does he even have knockouts on his on his any knockout wins or TKO wins. Not sure. Oh no, he does. I'm yeah, four wins by KO TKO and two by decision. I mean, if a guy like that gets you down and get on top of you, that's, he's well, gonna that's fucking maul. Exactly. You, that's it's over from there. But and with the wrestling, we know he has. But I don't know. I really don't know how to, who to go with in this one. Uh, Ian saying to be fair, those aren't the easiest matchups to come into the UFC against Gerard yeah, Marshot sure. and who else? Darren Stewart. The Darren Stewart. True. True. Hey, and he did go to war with those guys. It's not like he got in there, went in there, and just got cooked. I think Darren Stewart was it a split decision, maybe, or maybe it was unanimous decision. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Him and Spicely went to war though. Mm. And Spicely also went to war. Maid said <sighs> Antonio's wild with sus takedown defense. So. Mm. If that's if that's true, if he's got that sus takedown defense, then maybe Duran Wynn could just mount or get on top of him and just. Uh, Kimura saying, shots. "Imagine if he lost lost the puppy fat and made one seventy. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's still small for one seventy. He's still small. I think fifty five, bro. Really? Yeah, yo, I think he got to You know, he got to he got to say fuck it and pull a fucking uh, what's my man who uh at uh who fought Robert Whitaker recently? Jared Cannonier. Cannonier." Cannonier came down from heavyweight, bro. Mm. Looking same way like he looked, you know. He, he looks jacked up now. Now he's fucking jacked, bro. Yeah. At at one eighty five. Yeah. Higher nutrition, get to it, you know. Just get super disciplined. I mean, easier said than done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just lock in, just lock the fuck in, and just be like, you know what, bro? Fifty five, I'm coming. First, set your sights on seventy. You know what yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> seventy, and then from there. Go down, bro. And I think he could do work. Especially 55, I think he could do work. Definitely, 55. I agree. Well, and we, we 70's going to be tough. Cause, you know, yeah. I'm 6'3", bro. Yeah, true. 70's going to be tough. There, yeah. You know, but I, I'm like, I think he can do it at 55. That would be very interesting actually seeing that happen. I, I feel like that doesn't happen much. How many times do guys go down like... I mean, you remember Kenny? Y'all remember Kenny Florian? Do y'all remember Kenny Florian, bro? Where'd he go from? Kenny Florian was a 55er. And he went down to. And I I could be wrong. Do not quote me on this. This is a fucking stretch. He might have fought at 70. Might have fought. Did you know BJ Penn fought fucking Leona Machida, (laughs) bro? At 185. What are we talking about? Like, yo. (laughs) That's actually crazy. Lock in, bro. Focus up, discipline up, and get down and wait. You can do it. Mm. Well, honestly, we'll see after this one because if he's not. When if he doesn't win this fight, like I said, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be good for him in the UFC anymore. I think the UFC might cut him. Uh, I hope not. I hope not. But Ian said Randy wouldn't happen to know Jalen Turner's walk around weight, would he? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> Yo, Ian, cool. I don't know, bro. I don't know. He's a he's a, he's a fifty five. He's what six two, six three. Yeah, he's tall. Yeah, that's a big boy. Mm-hmm. That's another big boy. That fight's low. Um. All right, but Duran win is the underdog coming Didn't in at BJ plus BJ fight at heavyweight? I might be thinking about someone else. Um, that's a possibility. B- BJ might have fought it. Yo, bro. What? Bro. Yo, and someone just said in the chat as well, uh, Aaron. Aaron says, hey, Tony Ferguson won the ultimate fighter at 85. Oh, damn. That's true. I forgot about that, too. Oh, yeah. It just says BJ Penn versus Leota Machida. And they was big, bro. <laughs> they were big boys. Yeah, middleweight. He fought featherweight, lightweight, welterweight, and middleweight. Mm. He never fought heavyweight, but still, it's fucking crazy. But all right, all right. What we got uh, next? Oh yeah, let me get back. Give to me the, the odds on this. Yeah, the odds are Duran Win is the underdog at plus one forty five, and Antonio Arroyo is a favorite at minus one sixty five. Hard pick, but I'm taking Aurora. 
Tough pick. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one for me, too. I, I really don't know. I feel like I might go with Duran, though. I think I'm pushing towards Duran. All right. It's just hard to go against with the hype, man. Yeah. It's tough. All right, up next we have Sajara Eubanks, number 13th-ranked Bantamweight contender against Penny Kianzad, the number 14th-ranked Bantamweight contender. This fight right here? Give me a banger. Fire. It's going to be a good one. Fire. Fire. You know, don't you know Sajara Eubanks? No. Oh, I thought you I thought you knew her. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I mean, not person. I mean, I know of her. I know where she trains. I've seen her. I've been in the same practice rooms with her, but that doesn't mean I know her. Oh, so you do like you per like not on a personal level, but you no. like yeah. you've been around her. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought then. But Sajara Eubanks coming into this fight with her making her eighth UFC appearance, record of six wins and five losses, two wins by KOTKO, four by decision. And Pani Kianzad making her fifth UFC appearance has a record of thirteen wins and five losses. She has Three wins by KOTKO and ten wins by decision. Mm. But this one It's a banger. I got Eubanks. She's been she's been looking much improved. Mm. I like the way she's been looking. Um and she's throwing hands, man. She's a banger. Mm-hmm. I like it. Definitely. You know, I got her picked. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Sajara Eubanks in this one as well. We saw in her last performance, who did she who did she beat? She looked really good in her. I don't remember the girl she fought, but I know I she looked really good. I'll find it right now. But I do remember oh, Oh, she lost. Her last fight, she lost to Ketlin Vieira. So the, I'm thinking of the fight before. Yeah, it she was looked Julia really Al- good in that Alvi- fight. Alvia. Alvi- Alvila. Mm. She and looked- then she also beat Sarah Morris before that. Damn, this is her one, two, three. I didn't see her loss. This is her fourth fight in 2020. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, wow. Getting after it. I saw. I didn't see her loss, but I saw her fight right before her last fight. Mm-hmm. And she, looked, she really impressed me. Mm-hmm. Because the fight prior to that fight, I saw... And you know, I was like, okay. Well, now, now she's coming along, and I think she looks a lot better now. Mm-hmm. You know, she looked improved. I didn't see her last fight. Mm-hmm. I would like to go back and watch that, but she looked from what I seen the last I've seen her. She looked much improved. Mm-hmm. Whitaker said Eubanks is a meanie. She looks like she is. Yeah, everyone says that. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of like, people say that. Like she's like she's mean. Like actually, just like an asshole. Yeah, just a mean girl. Really? <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah. Why would you want to be like? I don't know. That's, that's strange to me. I don't think being mean is something you necessarily... Well, sometimes it's what you want to be, but sometimes that's just who she is. Maybe she maybe she just doesn't have time for, for bullshit. Yeah, true. And, you know, she's not afraid to let you know. Yeah, but I feel like... Oh, Whitaker's giving you 10 push-ups. Oh, yeah, I'm going to drop and give you 10 push-ups right here. <laughs> Whitaker. Y'all, the rules are I'm not doing any push-ups. I have to say this every stream, bro. I'm not doing any push-ups during the show. You got to get me when I'm streaming. Throughout the week, hey, I stream. When we do the podcast, we do podcast shows what? Friday. Two on Friday. So we got Friday now and the late night show tonight. Then Saturday, we do whatever fight card we're doing, the fight companions. Then Sunday, we do the pro and the bro show again. Those four days, those four days, I'm not doing any push-ups. If I'm video gaming, I'm streaming, I'm just kicking the shit with y'all, man. I'll drop and give as many push-ups as y'all fucking redeem. (laughs) It's not a lie. Oh, that's Ian said she's a gay rights activist. Oh, so that's why she's a mean person. I get it. Does that make her mean because she's gay mean, rights? That's exactly. why people say she's mean. Why? Because she's a gay rights activist? No, oh. I don't know. Because she's... Uh, she's lesbian. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I was going to add a B before it. What? What's that? Lesbian? Uh, You're going to... Oh. oh, why are you whispering? <laughs> He's a, a butch? Is she? Is that like... That's not... That's, is that incorrect? 
Is that like uh, incorrect terms? Uh, I think it depends on who you're asking. Some people probably wouldn't mind. Other people She's do. a butch. Uh, no. no? Don't, don't. I don't know. Is she oh not? Oh, my God. Is she not? Or is that, is, that, is that like politically incorrect? I think it might be. I, That's it, why I whispered it. Butch is probably better than... Yeah, the other one. A manly lesbian right, so, like that? No, no. I'm saying she's a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, there's she's a, there's she so many different lesbians. lesbians. There's different there's different kind of lesbians. There's so many especially in the UFC, right? Especially in, in yeah. sport. There's so many different Yeah. Of course. You know, there's there's gay athletes now. You know what I mean? Come of on, course man. there's gay athletes, bro. No, dude, are you serious? What is, <laughs> oh yeah, you're being funny. Okay. Yeah, there's gay athletes. Of course there's gay athletes, right? Uh, um troll. Yeah, he's a super troll. Uh, <laughs> there's plenty of gay athletes, but I'm saying like you have to like. I think butch is probably a term that like not everybody likes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it if you're not, be. maybe if you're not a butch, but you're a lesbian. Then yeah, a, if they got called a butch, they probably get yeah. Mad. Right. But if, but if you like are a butch and you're a lesbian, then you'd be like, be like, all right. Yeah, then. I'm. I think you say I'm more masculine. Oh. In, like into that. the she pressed Mike Perry. She pressed Mike Perry apparently for <laughs> saying the n word or something. Oh, I would hope so. Then, yeah, then, yeah, that's, that's, that's the move. The I'd back her. Word. Kamora said, let, "Surprise, let. Perry didn't swing on her." And Whitaker said, "Perry already reached his woman beating quota for the day." Oh man, bro! Yo, what up, Mass? You about to take me down a fucking yeah. rant and path that I don't even want to go down, bro? <laughs> Sure you don't want to go down. I there? don't want to do it. I don't yeah. want to do it. Ugh. All right. What anyway, up, Mass? How you doing, bro? But all right, yeah. Let's we get the um. That. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, Sajar Eubanks is the favorite coming to this fight at minus one sixty, and Pani Kianzad is the underdog at plus one forty. In this photo, she looks like she's in amazing shape. I'll say. No. Mm-hmm. We've been saying they, she yeah, stepped her game look, up. They yeah, both look, look good. Oh, like I haven't. I can't see the other one. Uh, what are the odds? I'm taking Ubanks. Yeah, I'm giving, I'm taking Ubanks as well. I think I'm taking Ubanks because of her right arm, jacked. Yeah, I was gonna say I was looking at the, I'm looking at the jacked. picture right now. That thing is huge. Hey, yo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to the next one. Another very exciting fight. Um, we have former lightweight champion Anthony mm-hmm. Pettis. Against this is another banger. Alex Morono in the welterweight division. This is another banger. Anthony, Mar- or An- uh, Anthony Pettis is uh, ranked 12th in the welterweight division, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is a huge opportunity for Alex Morono. It is. It is a very big opportunity. Um, but I say but. I feel like Anthony Pettis is going to be able to take this one. I agree. I think we've seen Anthony Pettis. He's been going through the ups and downs. So, you know, switching uh, weight classes, trying to figure out where he's most comfortable at. Mm-hmm. But then if you also look at who's Anthony Pettis has recently lost to, is you know, it's guys at the top. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I say I'm going with Anthony Pettis is because he in interviews and stuff he's been leading up to the fight, he's been talking. He's been talking about how how much more dialed in he's been recently Bro, than in his past fights. I hate when y'all talk about what people have been saying in their interviews. But so that, kinda, that's why you pick, you're like, oh, yeah. No, but I kind of believe him. So that be, fighters say what the fuck ever, man. You see, what did Tony Ferguson just say? Oh, oh, uh, that's in the news. Don't worry. We'll be talking about that. <laughs> but that's because, you know, he's a little. No, bro. That's what fighters do, bro. That's what fighters he, do. He said that they he cut out, fights. He cut out like vices out. Like he stopped smoking weed. He stopped drinking alcohol. He was like strictly. So know, he was doing that his whole career. He was smoking not, weed. Not his whole career. Weed. He said like in his previous. I don't listen to nothing fighters say, bro. True, maybe you're right. Maybe I don't I listen just, to anything nah. they say. You got to show me. That's just what it is, bro. Maybe I should we'll just see. wait, yeah, until like, see what like, happens. I like, I, I, I fucks with it. Like, I, I hear you. 
but I take it with a grain of salt. Mm. Maybe that's what I need to start doing. I'm I mean, just nah, a fan keep that's doing like, whatever you want to do. But it's know? like whatever he's like. I just I don't make picks based off of what a fighter says. He was like, man, this is what he's saying. All the things that he's been saying. Only person that I will make a pick off of for someone saying some shit is Justin Gaethje. Because I'm like, all right, this motherfucker. <laughs> he, he he believes in what he he ain't just talking to talk. Yeah, he, you know that motherfucker will go out there and die. Exactly. You know I, mean? I was gonna say the brain cells he has left. He, yeah, you know, he will go out there and <laughs> die on his shield. That is that's the only person I made. You know, take hang on to his words and shit, but mm. everyone else, I don't know about that. But, but I do I have him picked anyway. I do have I do have. Uh, I'm gonna say Pettis picked in this over fight. Alex Morono. I think Anthony Pettis is gonna be able to take this one. I Not, agree. Nothing against Alex Morono. Nothing oh, against shit, Alex Morono. But I feel like this fight is a step down in competition for Anthony Pettis. Would you agree? Yes, one thousand percent. Yeah, I mean, like I said, nothing against Alex Morono though. He's a great fighter. Great ground game, you know, it's pretty well, uh, pr- one, pr- pretty well rounded. But cage rage with the raid, my hey. guys. Yo, 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 yo. What up, yo? Yo, yo, yo. Appreciate y'all, man. Hey, cage rage. I gotta talk to you, man. We got, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. We gotta talk soon. Appreciate the follow, beast. Much love, man. Welcome to the game, man. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? So here, here's the thing. You guys just joined us in the middle of us talking about uh, what is this guy? Um, Anthony Pettis and Alex Morono. Anthony Pettis and Alex Morono. And I believe, I, oh no, technically, go, go, go. technically, if we're talking skill wise, you're looking at someone like Alex Morono. And I don't want to sound like a dick. I don't want to sound like I'm like mad arrogant or nothing. But I'm not impressed with Alex Morono. Mm-hmm. You know that I've always wanted to I fight. I feel with like him. he's like. Like a robot or he's some super shit. Yeah, he, he's he, like, he has that moist, that tie, that that traditional tie type of stance. That yeah. you know, he's his elbows are out. You know, he, he's just, he's kind of, but he's tough if he gets on top. Mm. Heavy hips, you know, underrated BJJ. You know, um, but thank you. But I feel like he's he's um he's solid. He is solid. But I feel like he's just vulnerable in many different ways and many different aspects of the game. I think, Mm. you know, I think he has major holes and I think he's getting better. You see him in his last fight. He won his last fight against uh, McGee Mm -hmm. who came up, you know, McGee and 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 we, we watched that, not not Court McGee. uh, Oh, Rice McGee. Rice McGee. Yeah. yeah, You say Court McGee. No, no, no. We saw, we saw him against Rice McGee, man. And, but still, honestly, Rice McGee. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. I got Pettis picked. Though. I think Pettis catches him. Yeah, and gets it done. Possibly even submits him. Yeah, I uh, I definitely think Pettis is going to take this one. And like I said before, I feel like this is a step down in competition for Anthony Pettis. And honestly, I feel like it's needed for Anthony Pettis. Reassess right quick, right? Exactly. Like get this get this win. You know, bring it back up there. Because what his his last like really dominant, not even dominant performance, like huge win was um. Steven Wonderboy Thompson with that yeah. like knockout he had over him. Yeah. Even the fight with Tony Ferguson, which was like a back and forth war, he still lost that yeah. due to because of the cut or whatever. But still, like he does need a step back. Exactly, and I think this is this is the perfect fight for Anthony Pettis, and I think we're gonna see him shine. Honestly, I agree. I can agree with that. Yo, what up, Gamer Kings? Yo, yo, yo. What up? What up, Humble Dink? What up, Humble? Much love, y'all. What's up, guys? Beast, Beast. Mode said, "Much love from cold upstate New York." Well, Ooh, we are we, downstate New York. Yeah, yeah. We're, in, we're in downstate, we're in downstate New York. It's cold out here too, bro. Twenty nine degrees today. Yeah, it's probably free. How much snow you guys get up there, Beast Mode? And where are you at in upstate? Are you above Albany or like near? Are you like near Buffalo? Where are you at? Easy E, what up, Easy E? JP, what's good, my man? Pettis second round TKO. Oh, second round KO. Okay, I fucks with it. I say I say Pettis TKO. Yeah, I could see that as well, honestly. Uh, someone said Big John has been saying he said McKee and Gall. <laughs> he thinks that they should go at it. 
McKee and Rice McGee. Rice McKee and, and Mickey, Mickey Gall. Gall. Dude, hey, that's a good honestly, fight for Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall needs a rally fight right now. I think but imagine be good. if Rice McKee would be able to win that one out. Oh hell no. Come on. Hell, now. Rice McGee needs to go down, bro. He needs to go back oh, to Well, 55. he's not he's not welterweight. He's, he's definitely not. not. Yeah, he's not welterweight. He's not. featherweight, which is fight. Yo, JP Gaming, pre- appreciate the uh what's is that JP? Oh, Jip, JIP Gaming. Appreciate the follow, my man. Welcome to the game. Much oh, love, bro. Beast Mode said, I'm from Saratoga, living between Utica and Syracuse right now. We got like 18 inches at least. I don't know, shit. just shovel the shit. Damn, Ooh. bro. That's crazy. We got, what, like six inches down here? I don't even know. I don't yeah, know. That's I rough. Tell yeah, you. I think like between six to a foot, depending on where you're at. Yeah, I got nine. Yeah, that's real tough. Oh, oh, yeah, tell me Oh, I, I, got, I got three. <laughs> then. That's what we got. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Though. I think Pettis is taking this one. I don't think it's going to go the whole th- uh, the whole three rounds. And also, it's kind of sad. Not sad, but it's kind of weird seeing Anthony Pettis fight in the prelims. Is he headed? He's heading the prelims. Yeah, he's heading the prelims, but still. I feel like you at least bump him up on the main card. Even Alex Morono. Alex Morono has a name behind himself to be on the, pre- the main card, I would say. But, all right. So, Anthony Pettis is the favorite coming in at minus 230, and Alex Morono is the other underdog at plus 190. Jip Gaiman, much love from UK. Hey. Yes, sir. Shout out to the UK. Look, he's drinking his tea. I got my tea. I... We just need our crumpets. No, Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do it. Yo. Yo, what's wrong, what's wrong with this guy, man? Huh? You can't even do a British accent either. Uh, bro, don't don't do that, man. I'm kidding, Jim. That was don't racist, worry. right? Oh, that's racist. That's racist. That's racist. That's racist. He said, I'm just excited to see <laughs> Wonder Boy back fighting. Yeah, we'll be we'll be talking about that soon. We are on the main card now. So we'll begin to that. But to open up the main card, this is um honestly a very, very exciting fight. Once again. Marcin Tybura against Greg Hardy in the heavyweight division. Mm. Hold up, hold up. Beast Mode just said, I signed up for bare knuckle boxing. Y'all just might see me fighting them someday. Really? Is that true? What do you mean signed up? You can just sign up? I sign up. Yeah, can you just sign? Is it like open tryouts? You could probably put your name on like a, a wait list. Yeah, I guess. Honestly, I could see that. Oh, everyone's. Oh. I don't know about all that. Oh, that sounds like a major troll to me, man. <laughs> I hear you, bro. Make that money. <laughs> but yeah, back to uh, open, fight. Open up the main card. We have my Marcin Tybora against Greg Hardy. Um, oh, he said there's tryouts and they're gonna contact me. Oh shit. Oh really? That's pretty sick, actually. That's pretty. So sick. why why cool. bare knuckle? Hold up. Why bare knuckle instead of MMA? Or just actual boxing? Or, yeah, or boxing. Why straight to bare knuckle? I feel like that's an easier way to get up there and in and there. Do you have any? Videos of you fighting online. That's what I'm saying. Why straight to? Oh, he he meant bare knuckle fighting championship. Not wait, what? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, why? Bare, oh yeah, bare knuckle fighting championship. Yeah, but why? Why? Oh, Aaron's, oh, because Aaron said I think he means street beefs. <laughs> 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 oh man! He said I used to be I used to box amateur bum knee. Now these days. Oh okay 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 I see. Tough tough. Well, my man, good luck, bro. You're yeah, that'd know. be sick. What's your name? Yeah. Or I love him. Hey, we'll, we'll pull up his fights. Oh, we got to yeah. pull up my man's fight from the other day. Oh, yeah. When is that? Jupo. Yeah. Jupo's fighting next Saturday, I think. Yeah. Ju- is Jupo. If Jupo's here, yo. Yo, yeah. Jupo, we're watching your fight, and we're going to talk about it on the show. Yeah, for Jupo's real. Jupo's having his first MMA fight ever. Ex- very exciting So stuff. you already know we support Jupo. Oh, amateur? Yeah, amateur. How are you going to watch it? We're going to pull it up on the stream. On YouTube or something? And watch it's it. live? They're going to give it live? Yeah. Uh-uh. It's in Russia. I in Russia, yeah, yeah. our Shout boy, Jupo. Oh yeah, God. seriously. So yeah, if you guys are if you guys are actually fighting, let us know. We'll watch that. We'll watch those and talk about them if you want. Break them down. Yeah, 
It said, my name is Brett uh, McKellen from the 518. I'm also a streamer. Hey, yo. Are you streamer? All right, let's check him out. Y'all go follow my man, Beast Mode Magic. Show him some love, y'all. Pull him up. Our, our, our producer is on it right now. See, Check out his stuff. Uh, All right, what we got next up? Oh, his, he said his last fight was in 2004. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. All right. You'll be perfect for bare knuckle. <laughs> Just toss right in there. <laughs> Just toss him. Right <laughs> Who can right. bleed more wins? No, I'm kidding. So, what are, what, are, what are the odds on uh, Anthony Pettis versus Alex Morono? Minus two thirty, and Alex Morono is an underdog at plus one ninety. Now to the to the main card, like we've been getting at, Marcin Tybora against Greg Hardy. I saw a lot of people in the chat saying Hardy KOs Marcin Tybora in the first round, and a lot of people are saying Marcin Tybora is super boring, and they don't like him honestly why um because he kind of just grinds out his wins he's just like he's not he's not like really the type of heavyweight to go in there and take your head off he's the one that's going to hold you against the fence you know just like kind of trying to out wrestle you kind of that good luck doing that to greg hardy exactly greg hardy's a big big boy didn't he almost struggle making weight his last time he fought really yeah he came in at like 165 or 265 yeah in 260 the limit or 265 is the limit. I think 265 is the limit. So what? That means he walks around like 280 or some shit Bro, like that? Bro, he's huge. That's Massive. Insane. Massive, massive. Oh, he he's had a rewind. He's athletic, he too. He's insanely athletic. For, Dude, he's an NFL player. Yo. Until he got cut from the NFL for... um. We know. Don't bring it up. I, I, I was <laughs> going to say undisclosed oh, reasons. We know. But, we know. but he, um, yo, he, he, he's athletic. He's fast. Big power in both of his hands. Seems to be getting better. Um, yo, I'm excited to see. I'm excited for this match. I think we see another vicious KO. Mm, and I think Greg Hardy is going to be the victor in this one. Yeah, honestly, I'll, I What's really his streak. He's been doing what? Is he on like? A, he has to be on like a four fight win. No, streak I on. think he lost to um, he lost to Alexander Vol- Volkov, didn't he? Volkov. Yeah. Oh, you may be right. Let me see. He had the TKO win over Maurice Green, which was the strangest thing ever. He had the decision win over Jorgen De Castro. Wait, why was it strange? Because Maurice Green, like, he was just, like, laying there. Oh, your battery's running low. He can't think about oh. to die. Maurice Green was just, like, laying there on the ground, or, like, with his hands up, not doing anything, and just constantly just getting rocked 900 times, and then the ref stops, and he gets up. He's like... He was tired, bro. Yeah, well, exactly, but that's why I said it was weird because of, like, how it ended. Like, it obviously, like, he was not moving. Maurice Green, you were going to lose, so... And then... So he's on a two-fight win streak right now. His fight before, lost to Alexander Volkov. Uh, yeah. And then Juan Adams, he beat Juan Adams also. That was that was an interesting fight as well. I'm, I'm impressed with his run, though, man. Being a football player, granted, the heavyweight division is a lot different than any other division in the world. So in the, in the UFC, so you could kind of get away with a little certain shit. Mm. But um, I'm impressed with him, man. I'm impressed that he actually he can't, turned his life around. You know, and he's been putting in the work, and you can you you can see him getting better. It's not like you don't see the grind. Like I see the work, I see the guy getting better. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely. You would see in his early fights, you would see him gas out, still be trying to you know like swing to the fences, even tire himself more. Yeah, he's but looking good these now days. Now he's man. well composed. Yeah, I was honestly, I I I see this is his new future. Obviously, yeah. he's not going back to football anytime soon. That's for sure. Nah, but. Marcin Tybora, though, uh, he's on a three-fight winning streak coming into this fight with wins over Sergey Spivak, Maxim Grishin, and Ben Rothwell. 
This is his 13th UFC appearance with a record of 20 wins and 6 losses. 7 wins by KOTKO, 6 by submission, and 7 by decision. Mm. Um, JP said, uh, Jip Gaiman is saying, first round KO. Uh, Biscuits, what up, Biscuits? Yo, yo, yo. Um, Gamer King is saying, also says, Greg Hardy still has a lot of time to improve. Still a good fighter right now anyway, 1,000%. And he said he'll be a title contender soon. Honestly, I could see it. Especially at heavyweight, yeah. Yeah, definitely at heavyweight. It. He's already athletic. It. He's got huge power, which we so already it know. Really takes yeah, heavyweight. Yeah, for real. And we know these heavyweight guys are old and on their way out. As sad as it might be, except from Ganu. Yeah, except from Ganu. I mean, but think about the guys that are actually like basically done up there. Yeah, JDS. Um, don't talk about JDS. Overeem. Sure. Yeah, I know JDS. I hate talking about JDS like that. Fuck. But Overeem. Um, who else we got? That's like. Fucking ancient, basically, now in the heavyweight division. Everybody. But it, technically. Everybody. Even Stipe. Stipe is, what, like over 35? Or is he 35, like around there? But just still, I mean, I guess he's got time. But I think Stipe stays champ for a long time. Only person that could beat Stipe is probably going to be Ngannou. Which is going to be tough. That's the only one. That's I don't think anyone tough. can beat him. What about John Jones? Oh, shit, I forgot. John That's happening, right? Motherfucking Jones. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Bones. Johnny could do it. Yo, Leedy Nasty. What up, Lee Nasty? What up, man? BRB got to get beer slash weed. Nice. That ta- ta- sounds like my Friday night. Hell yeah, bro. Um, Are you probably high right now? Are you high right now? Um, well, a tiny bit. Oh, coming down. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We we can't smoke on stream though. Oh no, you can't smoke. It's on illegal stream. since it's illegal. Nah, I mean here. I've seen people do dabs and shit on stream. No, no, no. But since they're in a legal state, they're in a legal state. Oh, so if you're in New York and you smoke on stream, you get banned. That's yeah. I've looked it up. Yeah, you could drink obviously because we're That's legal. Dumb. Yeah, stupid. It's shit, yeah. right? That's it's dumb. dumb. Our producer's probably high. She's always high. No, I'm not high. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I have not been high today. Wow. Good she starts you. itching when she doesn't smoke. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. Let me I get the say odds. She sounds high. Yeah. I don't know. She probably is. Marcin Tybora is a slight underdog coming into this fight at minus or plus 105. Camera. Camera's, camera's down real quick. We'll camera, be right back. Don't hold worry. up, y'all. Camera's, camera battery is getting switched out. Do not worry, everyone. The camera battery is being switched immediately. I'll give you the stats on this fight, though. Marcin Tybora is the slight underdog coming in at plus 105, and Greg Hardy is the favored at minus 125. Mm. So, um, yeah, this is going to be an even matchup according to the matchmakers, but I do think Greg Hardy is going to take this one. And I do see it ha- being stopped by KO or TKO. Yeah, I can agree with that. I got Greg Hardy taking it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely excited for this one, though. Honestly, I'm always excited when Greg Hardy fights, even though I don't kind of like him. And it just seems annoying to me. Not annoying, but like, I don't know. He's just like... Why you don't like Greg Hardy, bro? I don't know. Oh! Hey, you not like Greg Hardy, man. Come on. Excessive just helped you out with some excessive with the gifted. Much love, excessive. You the man, bro. Much love. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Everybody else that just got them subs. Welcome, man. Welcome, guys. Hey, let me tell y'all. So, before we even get into it, right? Before we get into this next fight, since we're on subs, excessive just resub tier one. Let's go. Appreciate y'all, man. Everyone, everyone, give a shout out to Excessive if you got those subs from him. Hey, and Excessive is a streamer too. Y'all go show him some love, man. Follow my man. Hey, so real quick, right, guys? Um, I gotta say this every time we get a bunch of subs, right? I gotta let y'all know that 
Whenever you sub to my channel, you can become a white belt. After those three months, right? After those three months, basically what happens is you become a, a blue belt, right? And then three more months, you become a purple belt. And then, a, and then a brown belt and then a black belt. Here's what happens when you reach black belt, though, right? So once you become a black belt, you, um, excuse me, when you become a black belt, you get free tickets to any event that I fight at. That is your, you know, that comes with your black belt. And if COVID is still a thing and we're not having crowds yet, uh, you get an opportunity to come train with me, free training session with me. So, yeah, that's what that, that is. That's huge. Yeah. I hope everyone is actually listening because that is one of the greatest. <laughs> yeah, Excessive just said, wait, what? Zess, if you didn't know that, come yeah, on, this, bro. This You've is been here the- for how long you didn't know that, man? So don't let your subs get messed up in between. Don't miss a month. Once you become a black belt, you get your... See your blue belt now, Zess, if you've been here for a while. Irish headbanger, what up, man? I, I was saying, once you become a black belt... So every time you sub, every three months, you get a badge. Look at your sub badge. Uh, all the blue belts in the chat. So if type something in the chat. I think she's a purple belt. Um, if Rude Boy Gaming types, I think, you know, you become a... Touching on good investment. That's quality. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, she, she, she's a, so Frita Lala, she's a purple belt. Um, so basically what happens is you get a badge every three months. When you become a, it takes a whole year to get to black belt. So if you're consistent and you stay black belt, you get a free ticket to any one of my fights when you become a black belt. So yeah, that's, uh, that's massive. Oh, look at that. Say less. He goes, there you <laughs> go, less. Irish. There you go, Irish. Welcome to the gang, man. Hell that's yeah. Love, that's, that's bro. huge. That's, that's a huge, um, Thing right there so uh just stay consistent don't miss a day on the subs don't miss a, a month on the subs you get to black belt when you get to black belt free ticket if covid is still a thing i promise you you'll get a free training session with me so you get to come train with me and hang with the with the team you know i just always had a quick question randy about sure. that because sure you're gonna have a lot of people become black belts mm-hmm. more people than you'll probably fight in a year mm-hmm. so how do you manage how do i manage what are you, what you gonna mean? do it's gonna be fights every week yeah. no no to my fights they come yeah exactly oh uh, that's fine so we just manage whoever became whoever keep their spot whoever was first right then they, oh. they get a ticket to the fight then or my next fight one person can't yeah. then the other one yeah or what like i can wait list yeah we'll have a wait list that's I fine Depending and sometimes the- I may give tickets to whoever if I'm not there. I may give you a ticket as well to go. Right. If the tickets in your if the fight's in your city, I can give you a ticket as well. All right, cool. Excessive said a chance to put Randy out with a head kick. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> <I'll> try it. <laughs> I'll try that at least once a day. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Um, on to, so this fight here. Yes, this next fight we have in the band and weight division: number three contender Marlon Marais against Rob Font, the number eleventh ranked. Bantamweight contender. Mm. So Marlon Marais, we just saw obviously. Uh, Hold up, Beast. Beast oh. just asked me, "Where do you fight, and what style you fight, bro?" Uh, I fight. I fight in the UFC, and uh, I am a mixed martial artist. So we fight all styles, my friend. We mix it up together. You know what I mean? But I like to do a little karate and kung fu on the feet. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Huh. A little Maybe bit of karate. You know, get it done. Um, I'm about to bring Nate with me. Yeah, and said we stay in that Phil's crib. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nate, Nate would love that. <laughs> I haven't seen Nate in a couple streams though. Shout out to Nate, man. That's my guy. He said, "Oh shit, I didn't realize that." It's all good, my man. Welcome though. Much love, bro. Matt says he's uh he loves watching Rob Font. 
Yo, Rob Font. Great okay, fighter. let's get to this fight, man. Yeah. Rob Font is a great fighter, man. Very good I only fighter. Because of Randy. Yo, I love Rob Font for, for years now. For years, I've been I've been talking up Rob Font. I've been talking up Calvin Cater. Those guys are mm-hmm. teammates. Um, I'm big fans of both those dudes, man. Mm. The motherfuckers and can scrap. This is a huge, huge. And they from huge Massachusetts. Fight for him. Yeah, from Massachusetts alone. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she made her face. No, <laughs> She's like, ew, Massachusetts. Relax. This is a huge, huge you know, I was fight, born though. in Massachusetts. Did y'all know I was born in Massachusetts? Like, y'all didn't know that. DK born, born. Yeah, I was there for like a week. But <laughs> really? so what? He, so what? He was that's what it says on Google. He was born. No, yeah. that's what yeah. it says. Yeah, it says on Google. I was born in Massachusetts. No, yeah. Springfield. You were, you, Springfield, Massachusetts. You were in Massachusetts. I was. Yeah, I was in. My mom took a trip. My mom and my dad used to have like you know. I don't think we should. Yeah, they got a lot of shit going on there, right? <laughs> and anyway. you know. He took a trip. She took a trip, right? <laughs> Leave it at that. Business. Business. I was born. <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah. Hey, Boston. Yeah. I would have been born in New York. Yeah, Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, I would have been born in, Ma- in New York, but I should have been Brooklyn. born in Brooklyn with my sisters and everybody else, but yeah. It's okay. Springfield, that's so, Mass. That's so weird. <laughs> that's yeah, it weird, is right? strange. It is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah. Rob Font versus One Punch Man. Let's get it. Yeah, so Marlon Moraes coming into this fight off a tough TKO loss to Corey Sanhagen, which we saw uh, in October of this year, that, that head kick that which just led to some ground and pound. Um, but Rob Font, like you said, tough, tough fighter. But this is Rob Font's first fight back since tearing his ACL. Ooh. And against uh, uh, someone like Marlon Moraes, that's going to be tough, I feel like. Yeah. Hey. I believe in the dude, man. I love the dude's fight style. I haven't seen him since the the surgery. Mm-hmm. Marias, though, Marias is from the tri-state area. You know, it's, it's a guy that I've seen train. I've seen him, you know, live, and he's a problem. Mm. He's legit. He's well-rounded. I think you know a lot of people don't realize he actually does have a ground game. Mm-hmm. Trains under Ricardo Almeida, you know, who was a student of Hensel Gracie. Comes to the Hensel Gracie Academy and trained from time to time. The guy, the guy, the guy does have a ground game. Loki, Loki has a ground game. But his stand-up, let's talk about the Magic Man stand-up. Mm. Phenomenal. Great, I mean, he yeah. got caught by a f- another phenomenal fighter, another phenomenal striker in Corey Sanhagen. Mm. So that any man, that's any man's game. That doesn't take anything away from Marlon Marais. All right. Now that I say that, Rob Font. <laughs> Rob Font is a dog, bro. Heavy boxing-based fighter, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Marais is more of a kicker. But... uh Rob Fawn is mean, not afraid to get in your face, not afraid to get nasty fast. Um, I think it's a great matchup for him. He's a lot bigger than than uh, One Punch Man. So um, I- I'm going with Rob Font, man. And hey, quick side note. Mar- Marlon Marais is fucking 5'6". You know who else is 5'6"? Devon Wynn. <laughs> Devon Wynn at 185. 195 catch weight. That is fucking yeah. wild. That is crazy. Wow. Now that you put it like that, that's actually insane. <laughs> that is wild, bro. Damn, that's really crazy. But um, you bring up a good point, though. Marlon Marais, big, heavy kicks. And the reason I brought up Ron Fa- Rob Font and his ACL injury, this is his first fight back. Do you think that's going to be an issue? Like. I don't know. We just have to see. That's we gonna, can't. We can't. We can't make any assumptions. We can't speak to it. We just don't know. We're gonna have to see. Because I feel like because Moraes is heavy, heavy, low kick type fighter. Exactly, which could be a problem for Rob Font, especially coming back from this. This is his first fight. First fight being back from uh, surgery, and also, I would say that fighters or not even fighters, sports people in general who play sports when they come back from an injury, I feel like there's always that like 
kind of scared, like timidness. Mm. Like I know when I played hockey, I had I fucked up my shoulder, I had to get surgery, I had tore my labrum stuff. Mm. And even when I came back, I was like kind of like timid to hit people. Still, I was like, because you're not sure if it's gonna hold up. Exactly, and I was kind of scared. And I I know for sure that's always in the back of like athletes' minds. One thousand percent. But here's the thing: when you're in the octagon, I think I think when guys step into the octagon, man, it gets to the point. It's fight or flight. It's your life. Cage door is locked, so you can't flight. Mm. You can only fight. Adrenaline takes over. You're just gonna go, man, until it gives. Until it gives you, you're not thinking about it. And initially, I think you're thinking about it in training. You're thinking about it, but when that when that door closes and you're fucking all your senses heightened and you fucking whoom, time slows for like a half a second. Nah, bro, you're not fearing right. it. You're not thinking about it. If you gotta hit them with it, you gotta hit them with it. Biscuits brought up a good point. He said Cub Swanson just came back from a surgery and his leg looked unstable, but he still won. Yes, true. Even those heavy low kicks, mm. he was taking heavy low kicks from a him. big motherfucker, yeah, hurting him. But this should be a, a very interesting fight to see. I think uh, I'm not sure who to go in this one, but I I want to see Marlon, you know, bounce back after that tough loss. But dude, Rob Font, like you said, he, he's not one to be messed with, dude. Rob Font is a dog. Relentless bro. pressure, heavy power, this punches clean. Yeah, exactly, just clean, clean. So I'm not sure who to go with this one. Honestly, I feel like I'm gonna have to make a game time decision tomorrow. All right. But Marlon Marais is a favorite coming in at minus 150, and Rob Font is the underdog at plus 130. Yes, sir. Yo, Meaty Balls. I'm Meatballs. What up, Meatballs? What up, Meatballs? Hey, yo! What up, bro? A lot of people are saying if Marlon attacks the legs, it could be bad. Marlon Marais looks like Kaiu. Kaiu. Yo, he does. I've always said that too. Yeah, I think he looks more like One Punch Man. Oh, he looks just like yeah, one, no, he looks, one Punch yeah. Man. Yo, as well. he looks just like looks One Punch exactly Man. Exactly like One Punch does Man. Does he know that? He Do push ups. Right? Bro, I'm not doing any push ups. Are you deaf? You know the deal, bro. I'm not even giving you the whole spiel. All right. Damn. That was aggressive. Right? Nah, it's Ian, so that's why. <laughs> Kamar said Mariah. Ian, like your little cousin at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Kamara said Marais is going to show up. Bro. That's my guy. Rio ready for this fight. We shall see about that. All right. All right. Next. Another fight I'm super excited for. Just this main card is honestly pretty stacked. Mm-hmm. We have Michelle Perea, Perea Lima against Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams. In the welterweight division. Chaos Williams. And TKO KO. I 100% agree with you, especially after what we just saw. Uh, Chaos Williams do to Abdul Razak. Yeah, that was unexpected. Very vicious. <laughs> that was unexpected. Especially what was, what was it like the first ten seconds or twenty seconds or something in the first round? Yeah, that and one straight down. It was a two straight down yeah. the middle. Yeah, and he said as soon as he, he was still landed following that second, up. Yeah, he was down. He was out. That was clean. That was a clean kill. But Michelle, Michelle is interesting. This Beast guy mode is, says Chaos loses by sub. Really. Nah, man. Gamer gamer knows what's up. Gamer says uh, chaos by violent KO. I agree. And I agree with that as well. I really do, honestly. I think Chaos Williams, he proved himself in his last fight. He did. Dude, he did what? He fought Alex Morono, too. He not, he also knocked him out. Yeah, he did, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. In his debut. Yeah. yeah. Alex Morono, who was fighting Anthony Pettis now. Yeah. So that's right there. We know that this guy has the power to put someone out and to finish it in the first round. In the first however many seconds like we just saw. But Michelle Pereira, 
he is wild. We know how he fights. This guy's in, all over the place. As fuck. Yeah, he's entertaining. Of course, we like we like how he but fights. He might guess. He he could guess. <laughs> liable to guess. <laughs> Very liable. And um, honestly, I feel like he leaves himself exposed. And with a, when you're fighting someone off, fighting like Chaos Williams, I feel like you can get. You think he tries to slap chaos? I bet you oh, he don't try to slap chaos. No chance. No <laughs> chance. Because when you that. slap somebody, bro, it's like even in the street, you slap somebody. It's more like yo. I, if if someone, I rather you try to punch me because if you punch me, I know you're trying to take me out. Yeah. Before I so I can't do anything. Yeah. If you slap somebody, it's like all right. That means you have zero respect for that person, exactly. and it's like yo. I know that you can't do nothing to me. There's nothing you could do to me. Uh-huh. I'm gonna slap you and look at you like what? Yeah. Go ahead, do something. Uh-huh. I'm waiting like that. That's the kind of that's that's the kind of I just I just feel that's the energy on a slap. You know what I mean? It definitely is. You know, no, especially like, when you lick your hand before doing yeah, it. He told him he licked it. Like, uh, and just fucking bow. He slapped him a couple of times. Yeah, he, did, he did. That's wild, bro. It is. You got to see me after the fight. For real. If, that's if you what, beat me, you got to see me and the homies yeah. after the fight. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, uh, man. man, that was wild. Though. That was fun. That was a fun fight. He's a fun guy. I enjoy watching him. Um, I don't think he gets it done tonight, though. I, I don't think so either. I think Chaos Williams is going to be able to take this one by knockout. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But isn't Michelle Pereira, does he fight at middleweight or am I mistaken? No. He's a he welterweight. Always welterweight? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Remember on the local scene, he's been viral so many times, bro. Yeah, of him like doing the... You remember he fought in Asia. I don't know if it was in Asia, but he fought an Asian guy where he like turned around, did a backflip, and like landed on his stomach. Yeah. The guy was on his back. He was standing over, kicking kicking his legs, then he just did a backflip. Yeah. Landing on his stomach, you know, and just beating people up over all kind of wild shit. Yeah. I enjoy watching that guy. I, I, I think KS Williams, though, like I said, going to take this one. But Michelle Pereira Lima is the favorite at minus 125, and KS Williams is the underdog at plus 105. Oh, KS is the underdog? Yes. Oh. I don't think that matters, though. If you, I think if you want to bet, make some money, bet on KS Williams. Yeah, but we've never seen his ground game. That's another thing, though. Mm, so we haven't. That's true. And can can Pareto get it on the ground? And we don't know what chaos looks like on the ground, you know? Mm, that's a good point. I, I still feel like, I don't know, actually, then. No, I think chaos still takes it. I'm, I'm, still, I'm sticking with chaos. Pareto has only been KO'd once by a 10-0 Siberian. Well, I can't believe chaos is the underdog. The fix is in. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's shocking. Especially coming off of the win that he just came off of. Mm. Huge, huge win. And you know, how, but you know, it's a popularity contest when it comes to, you know, people picking and the odds makers and shit Definitely. like that. That's what that usually is. But uh all right, who we got next? What's in the co main event now we have the legendary Jose Aldo ranked number seven bandweight contender against Marlon Vera, the number fifteenth ranked bandweight contender. Oh. Yeah, this is uh shit. Uh <laughs> I hate Seeing Jose Aldo fight, honestly, not not that I hate seeing him fight. I don't like seeing him take damage. Mm-hmm. We've dude, he's only what like thirty years old. He's only thirty. He's not thirty. He's like thirty one, thirty two. No way. Dude. Pull it up. Pull it up. You gotta show me that. He, no way, Jose Aldo is thirty, bro. No way. He Jose is, Aldo got to be like thirty five. Oh, he's thirty four. I'm, I'm mistaken. Oh, okay. Still, that's pretty young. His fight years, he's fucking 90 in fight years. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's been fighting forever. Forever. And he's been champion for a while at such a young age, too. um, He had 10 years undefeated. Like, 10 year reign, bro. That's unreal. Connor came through, was just like, dink. Yeah, and destroyed that. That was sadly. (laughs) Damn, bro. 
10 year reign. But someone someone already goes Cheeto wins by leg kicks. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, man, honestly, I don't know. It's a tough fight. Um Aldo's still young, but he's just been through so much. Cheeto's coming up. He's a killer. Um as much as I hate to make this pick, it's 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 Cheeto, man. I, I kind of agree with you. I I do. And I could be wrong. I'm not this is not a pick that I'm like that I'm firm on. That's like, yo, this is what's gonna happen. This is it. I feel you know, when I when I see Tony Ferguson fight, I, I yeah. know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when it, when I see Jose Aldo, it's kinda I don't know. I really don't know. This both these guys are tough guys. Um great technical fighters. Jose seems that he's he hasn't skipped a beat, you know, but um I think I think that his time may be mm. coming to an end. And I agree with you. You know, but we've still seen him perform. Like he can, like he against can. Uh, Jeremy Stevens. He can. He definitely can. But it's Vera, man, mm. Marlon Vera's nasty, bro. Besides, despite all the other shit, he's a mean, mean, tough guy. Yeah, nasty fighter, and and he's very technical, skilled guy. Um. Let's see what what is the reach advantage? Oh no, no reach advantage. Just to hide it. Yeah, I mean both these guys are very similar in build. I'm 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 going with cheek with uh with Vera man. Che- the only thing che- I have, well, I'll say Jose Aldo might have over Marlon Vera. I feel like he's the speed. More, yeah, exactly. The quicker fighter. I was gonna say. Yeah, Jose put some fucking beautiful combinations together, right? Yeah, and the leg kicks he he can land too. But but Marlon Vera lately we've been seeing him gas though, man. Yeah. Old Jose never used to guess. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens with age. Yeah. I would say. <clears throat> and like you said, his fight years, dude. He's an old dog. Yeah, bro. In the fight game. It's real tough for him. This is going to be a tough, tough matchup. Hey, so do a poll. Do a poll for chat. Hey, chat. Um, we're going to do a poll. The poll's going to be at the top of the chat. Who wins, Marlon Vera or Jose Aldo? This is Co-Main, right? This is Co-Main event, yeah. Ian's, Ian's getting angry. He said, bro, what? Why are we counting out Jose? Uh, I'm not counting them out. I really, I'm really not. Like I said, I couldn't. Comp- I could be completely wrong. Cheeto fights at a slow pace. He does. He does. So Aldo could. Aldo could most definitely get it done. But it's just. I feel like honestly, what we've been seeing out of Jose Aldo is Aldo doesn't fight at a slow pace. He doesn't. He fucking. He goes and he strings oh, them combinations together. Crazy. Cameras out again. Sorry, y'all. Switching out batteries one time. Um. Those combinations that he throws are fucking fast combinations, you know, clean, clean combos. Mm. But he well, gasses. So, well, yeah. That's the yeah. problem yeah. now. And I, I want to see what Cheeto's ground game is like. I think Cheeto has a good ground game. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe not Jose Aldo. Well, I mean, Jose Aldo isn't even. Now, Jose like, Aldo's a black belt, bro. Yeah. I mean, we don't really see it. Low key, Jose Aldo has some of the best takedown defense ever. Legendary takedown defense. Know that. Wait. Oh, people are saying Aldo gas is in a five round fight, but this is three rounds, is it not? It's a co main event. Oh, you're right. That favors Aldo. Mm. You're absolutely right, yo. Damn. I would say so as well. Yo. So let's talk about his takedown defense. Before y'all make the picks. Oh, the picks are on the top of the top of the, the chat, y'all. Well, eight people saying Jose Aldo takes it. 20% is saying Marlon Vera. All right. May2K said Cheeto loses eight out of ten times to O'Malley. Shut up. <laughs> Shut yeah. O'Malley was was gonna lose, man. 
I feel like O'Malley was going to lose that fight. Honestly, though, even watching him at the end when he was getting cracked with elbows, when he like covered up, he was like out this. for a sec. Yeah, and he, he like went out and came back. Yeah, he put his arms like, up. Yeah, it was rough. That was hard to see too. But he was hurt, and I and you know I like Sean O'Malley. O'Malley is a phenomenal fighter. I think he I think he's super talented. But I think that that fight was I don't know. It's hard to say. The fight didn't. The fight he got injured. He hurt, he, he so, got hurt early. Yeah, we wouldn't know exactly. Well. Matchmakers have Jose Aldo coming in as the favorite at minus one fifty, and Marlon Vera as the underdog at plus one thirty. Well, we got chat says seventy seven percent of chat, ten people saying Jose Aldo. We got three people for Marlon Vera. All right, the chat is spoken. All right, next up, where we at? To the main event, we have Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, the number fifth ranked welterweight, against Jeff Ooh. Neal, the number eleventh ranked welterweight. Yes, this is a banger, boy. Yeah, it's gonna be a real good one. This is a banger. Real, 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 real excited for this one as well. Here's how this plays out. I think that Stephen Wonder. So I think Jeff Neal and Luke Vicente are very similar, mm-hmm. right? I think Jeff Neal has more power than Luke, mm-hmm. right? Here's the thing, and he sees he's maybe a little faster. He throws more. He strings together more combinations, whereas Luke is more sit down on everything. Boom, boom, boom. Jeff Neal will throw fast combinations, right? Um, I think Jeff Neal doesn't do well with rangy guys. Mm-hmm. His two losses have come from guys who are really rangy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, what's the guy who right Kevin now? Holland? Kevin Holland, and I don't know his site, the other guy, but they're both losses to guys who are guys who are very long and rangy. Um, Steven, that being said, Steven Thompson is not a long rangey guy, but he fights very long and rangey. Mm-hmm. He has a very long rangey style. I was saying right? style he fights. And he gives, he gives, uh, he gives people who are very linear, who are constantly just moving forward. He gives them a hard time. So, um, I'm thinking that someone like Steven Thompson, if he can make, if he can, uh, range manage and distance control the entire time, he ekes out a decision. Now, in the fight against Vicente Luque, he did get hurt a couple times. Like, he was rocked yeah, multiple more. times mm-hmm. against the cage because mm-hmm. he likes to dance around the cage and stuff. I think he, if he does that with Jeff Neal, he gets finished because mm-hmm. if Jeff Neal rocks him, I think he's, he's going to come back. I don't think he's going to come back because mm-hmm. Jeff Neal strings together combinations, whereas Luque kind of plots forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He Luque has that heavy pressure. Right, I faced him, so I know what that pressure is like. Mm-hmm. Heavy pressure, not turning back, con- continuously pressure on your ass, heavy. Um Jeff Neal is more of the same type of pressure, but he strings together combinations. He's not throwing one, two shots at a time. You know what I mean? He'll throw three punch, four punch combinations at you. You know, so um, I think this fight can go any way. Um, if Thompson wins, I see it going him, you know, winning by decision, moving around, keeping him on the outside and just frustrating Jeff Neal. If, uh, if Jeff Neal wins, it's a, it's a, it's a violent TKO finish. Mm. Okay. Do you think this, ground, this fight makes it to the ground at all or no? No. <laughs> I think it's on the feet the entire time. This is a stand-up fight, bro. Oh. I'm excited for this one, though. I mean, I kind of agree with you, what you're saying. Yeah. But I feel like I, I do want to go with Steven Thompson in this one, though. Yeah? I don't know. I don't know it's, what... It, it's a tough pick. I mean, it can go either way, though. It's one of those fights that can go either way. Because I, I feel like Thompson, Steven Thompson has dealt with these kind of fighters before, like you said. Mm-hmm. Vicente Luque, although he was rocked a couple times against Cage, he still, you know, came out with the W. He was still, wasn't he able to even hurt Vicente? Yeah, he dropped Vicente every, but Vicente gets hurt every fight, bro. True. Vicente gets dropped every fight. Yeah. 
you know, when we were watching tape going into that fight, that was one of the things we were like, yo, you're going to be able to hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it didn't go that way, right? But, you know, he does get hurt. He does get hurt every single fight. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen Jeff Neal hurt yet. Mm. You know, we've seen him cut. We haven't seen him hurt. Made 2K said hot pick. Second round TKO. Parries a sidekick or sidesteps a sidekick and cracks Wonder Boy with a left overhand. Oy. TKO for Neal, he says. Sheesh. I can see it. Does he have that kind of footwork, though? Oh. And Gamer said Thompson's chin isn't the best to be honest. If Neil can land clean, it's over. Yes. Whitaker said Wonderboy gets raw dogged. Possible. <laughs> this is one of those fights, y'all. Huh? This is one of those fights. This is one of those fights. Hey, I don't agree or disagree with any. I don't disagree with any of y'all. It's just like, yo, it's one of those fights. Oh, wait. No, Whitaker says, I mean, Wonderboy raw dogs Jeff Neal. My bad. Oh, so Whitaker thinks it's the other way around. Whitaker has spoken. All right. Yeah, right. You know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Time to pick the opposite guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually when Ian speaks. Yeah, that's not Ian. Let me not put Whitaker in that ship, right? That's Ian. <laughs> that is Ian. It's going to be a, Ian and Nate. Whitaker always catching strays for some reason. Though. I don't know why. You got to come closer. Oh. All right. It's going to be a fun fight regardless, though. Steven Thompson comes to this fight as the underdog, though, at plus 100, and Jeff Neal is the favorite at minus 120. And that wraps it up for the uh, the, the card, yeah. card. Yeah. That is it. So. Oh, May 2K keeps saying this. Jeff Neal got headbutted by Nico and was going limp. I worry about the, his chin a little. Uh, yeah, true. That is true. I forgot about that fight. I do. That I was did. a wild fight, wasn't it? That was a wild fight. Them boys was doing it. <laughs> The boys was doing it, bro. <laughs> that was an insane fight. But hey, a headbutt could put you down. A headbutt, a headbutt in the right place could definitely put you down. Yeah, that's like yeah. a tough part. <laughs> yeah, a headbutt yeah. to the base of your jaw. See ya. Excessive said, "My parlay locks is Chaos, Morias, and Hardy. Let's see how that goes. Those are not bad choose. Yo, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not picks. bad. I like the Chaos one. I think Chaos is gonna take it as well. Especially Chaos and Hardy. Those are lock ins, bro. You're good. Morias." That's that's the shaky one. Kamara said, look at Nico's head and shoulders. Dude could rock a gorilla with a headbutt. For real, yo. His <laughs> shoulders are weird as fuck. They got like things. It looks like daggers sticking out of yeah, them. Yeah, right? It's so strange. Yeah, he's an awkward guy. I tell you what, he doesn't stop moving either. Yeah. Like when you fight him, the dude just does not stop moving. His body like a slinky. Is so awkward. Yeah. He just don't stop moving. It's like a ferret or something. <laughs> like, all right, man, relax. Yeah. <laughs> relax. That's why I say he he looks to me. I don't know anything, but like he goes into like a fight or flight mode. Like he's just like on go. You yeah, know what I'm saying I think he's definitely gotten better too. If yeah, you look. I, was it the Jeff Neal fight? What no, when fight he fought like? when he fought uh, Luke, he oh, didn't look right. he didn't look bad in that fight. Right? Who? Uh, Nico. Nico. Mm-hmm. He didn't look bad at all. I agree. All right, bring us bring us some news, my man. Yes. Now to the news section of our show. To start it off, we have Yoel, although this was already known, Yoel Romero signed a multi-fight deal with Bellator, and he also said that he was completely blindsided when he was released by the UFC and he was training for another title shot in the promotion. (laughs) Yeah, I love Yoel, man. Right? But, I mean, that's kind of sad that the UFC is just blindsiding him like that. I don't think he was blindsided. He said, I'm training for another so? yeah, title fight. He said yeah, that he, he was tra- training for another title <laughs> fight, man. Come on, yo. I know you weren't. I know you uh, weren't. That's hilarious. I know you weren't. Yo, Romero so is funny. great. Damn. You're going to take a lot of fans with him, though. 
Yeah, got Tech fans. I'd say people. He's no, a household yeah. name. People no. are just gonna tune in wherever yo. Yeah, exactly, wherever yeah. yo's playing, I'm watching. Yeah, that, the same no, thing. That's with, what I mean. He's gonna take a lot of eyes with with him. Yeah, yeah, for going. sure. Not like they're gonna leave the. UFC, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. They're gonna go over to watch him. Yeah, he said, "I love you, UFC. See you soon, boy." Yeah. <laughs> imagine, right, that, imagine, hey. like two years later, he's fighting for the title. And no, forget Jesus. No, forget Jesus. Man, I love him. All right, some more news. We have Anthony Johnson is getting to fight for the belt already in Bellator with his first fight being against Ryan Bader. All right, so Rumble's fighting the winner of that, right? He's getting to fight Ryan Bader. Rumble. Rumble's fighting the winner of that? Anthony Johnson, yeah. Oh, I thought you said Yo Romero. No, no, no. Anthony Johnson is fighting Ryan Bader. Oh, damn. Damn, Ryan. See ya. Right? (laughs) See ya. All right, so hold up. Is Ryan Bader's going to... So that means that Yo Romero is going to fight the winner of that. Well, I'm confused because Ryan Bader lost the belt. He lost to like Fedor Emelianenko's like protege recently. So who's the champ there? I I think it's Ryan Bader. Oh no, he, no, it says Ryan Bader isn't champ anymore. So oh, okay, so he's just fighting. Oh that's sh- oh that's um submission underground nineteen. Am I am I, I done? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. They're, they're I'm saying, so confused. They're saying no. That's that's SUG nineteen submission underground nineteen. Isn't that what it is? SUG, isn't that submission underground? What is happening? Were we not talking about the Bellator title fight? <laughs> Wait, no, it's, cause it's something you sent me on Instagram. Remember you sent Randy me? Randy doesn't even know what's going on right now, Phil. I don't know what are you talking he about. He doesn't know what you're talking Anthony about. Anthony Johnson is fighting Ryan Bader. No, no, no. There's is Ryan Bader the champ? Fuck the chat. Ryan Fuck Bader is not the champ. He lost to Fedor Emelianenko's protege like not too long ago. Okay. I thought he was the champ. Yeah, it says gra- Chael's grappling promotion. How are we grappling now? What are y'all talking about? They apparently, apparently, Ryan Bader is facing off Anthony Johnson in a grappling match. I guess so. That's what the chat's saying. But I, hold on, let me see oh, what you sent me in a grappling match. <laughs> Fuck, man! I, I don't know what y'all talk, y'all lost Randy me. Randy was looking at you like the guy with the corkboard and the red thread just now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Randy was lost. I could tell by his face. I was so confused. <laughs> He's trying to put all the pieces together. Oh, uh, it was supposed to originally supposed to be uh, Fabricio Verdum against Ryan Bader. At Submission Underground 19. Now it's Anthony Johnson versus Ryan Bader. Our camera went out again. Damn, that's rough. Camera went out, young lady. I don't have anything else for it. Oh, you have another battery. I could just switch it. Yeah, uh, Vadim Vadim Nikov is the the champ, right? Is the Bellator champ right now. Camera's coming right back, y'all. I don't know where she's going, but see. Damn. There's one right here. Okay, let's move on then. That was a shit show of that news right there. Okay. Next news. Clarissa Shields spoke about why she actually chose the PFL over UFC and where she was going to make her MMA debut. She said that... Hold on, hold on. We're getting our camera back. The camera coming is coming back right now. Go ahead, just give the news. All right. Back to Clarissa Shields speaking about why she chose PFL over the UFC. Clarissa Shields said that Dana made it seem like she would get a one fight deal and she would be facing off against UFC top female fighters, whereas the PFL said that they would ease her way into fighting the top female fighters at their organization. And she's not gonna fight for two years. I think that's the best of move, bro. I think that's the best thing she could have done. 
And it's kind of interesting seeing what she said about Dana and how she said, like, he basically, uh, like, spoke to her. Not spoke to her. He didn't, like, didn't he, like, trash or anything like that. But he was basically just, like, he made it seem like it was a one-fight deal that she was getting. And he wanted their... Probably was. It probably was, yeah. the best of the best already. Out the exactly. Game. That's... that's why was going to fight Amanda. That's so me. dumb. Why would you do that? She did Because he cares about reading. That's all. But the, the, why, she made the right move going to PFL for sure. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Right move for her career, yes. Yeah. And I, and she apparently she's not going to fight for two years or so. Which makes sense. She Which should Which makes sense. That's the move. I thought, I thought that was the move. I thought she was going to go in and fight a couple fights, work her way up this next year, and then try to fight Clarissa Shields... And I try to fight uh, Kayla Harrison at the end of the year. I'm like, well, that's not the move. Kayla Harrison was supposed to fight today too. I'm pretty sure, but her her opponent I think missed weight by like like 50 pounds. Well, no, 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 no. I'm being dead serious. Let me look that up. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even draw. Oh, look, they, no, they're up. talking about the chat right now. No, her par- her opponent missed weight by 56 pounds. Kimura oh. said, yeah, she couldn't get under 180. Bro, bro, she did that shit on purpose. She weighed one eighty. She's like, you know what? If she still, if she still fights me, she took the chance. She because she lost her before. Clarissa, you know, Kayla Harrison beat her already. Who in the past? This girl. Clarissa. Oh, yeah. oh, the one. So, she's so now she's like, yo, fuck it. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show up overweight. You know what? And she's gonna have to fight me with all this weight. Give myself a better chance. That's a lot of weight. That is a lot of weight. She didn't even try, bro. That's fucked. That's like not even trying. That's yeah. That's not, that's terrible. Yeah, look at her. I don't think that was recent. That was probably the first. No, that's, that's it. One. No, no that that's it. I'm pretty like sure. Old one. She doesn't look that big. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she doesn't. Maybe look in her legs because she got these big shorts and stuff. Damn. So yeah, that, yo, Fink. What up, Fink? Yo, yo. Um. Okay. Next in MMA news. Oh, oh, oh there you Fink go. With the sub, three months in a row. That's blue belt right there. My boy Finkel is now a blue belt man. What up, man? Huge. Let's grow it up, bros. Appreciate you, my man. Much love, man. Next, MMA news. Jake Paul has been going wild and calling out both Conor McGregor and Dylan Dennis. Man, and listen. Dana White said, I'm thinking of letting Amanda Nunes knock his ass out. That's a good idea. Yeah, that would be a great idea. Also, did you see what he Jake Paul did to Dylan Dennis? That was all fake. That was all staged. No, no, that was real. That he was that's why he was Dylan Dennis was on Brendan Schaub's. Like food truck diaries, whatever the hell that thing is. That was all a setup, bro. You think? Trust me. Wait, what happened? Trust me. That was all Jake Paul was in the back of a bed of a truck and had like trash and like toilet paper and shit. And Dylan Dennis was doing an interview with Brandon Schaub. And Jake Paul pulled up on the truck and started throwing sh- like shit at him. And he chased after the car and they were like throwing stuff at him and drove away. Yeah. Listen, listen man. Listen. I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was definitely. I'm not saying that they all got together and said, hey, let's do this. I, I think that. I think that Jake and them knew. This is how I, I see it went down. It probably went like this. It probably went like Paul. What's his name? The guy who runs the food di- diaries. Brandon Schaub. Brandon Schaub. He knew what was up. He knew Paul and them was gonna come. He he knew they all set that shit up to go down, bro. So so just so that fucking they can maybe build a fight or some yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but you know it's funny it's because the new. Remember how I was talking about uh, news? I saw it said something about how Brandon Schaub was. Um, about to have a street fight with Jake Paul because of what happened. Oh, I'm trying to find it right now. I don't know about all that, bro. Oh, I don't know about all that. All I know that. is that that shit's a joke. Oh, yeah. It says new video shows Brendan Shaw ready to street fight Jake Paul for damp- Pull it up. dampening Dylan Dennis. Hold up. Send it to me so I can, so I can play the audio for y'all. Send, hold up. Hold up. Send it to me. Send it all to right. me. Wait, can I put it in the thing? 
in the chat? Yeah, you can put the link in the chat. All right, here we go. There it is. It's in the chat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I can play it. Let me see. I'll play it right here. I'll play the audio for y'all for those of you who don't click the link. And for the for the for the the viewers, for the listeners on the, the podcast. On the podcast. I got y'all right now. Brendan Schaub. Pull up pull it up. Pull it up right there. I want to see it. Me? Yeah, pull it up. Is my sound gonna be on though? No. Go ahead. You're good to go. Hey, Beast Mode, thank you for the follow. Much love, my man. Welcome to the gang, bro. Oh, this video? That's a clickbait. Bro, get turn that shit off, man. Turn that off, bro. Turn this that off. That is a clickbait. Oh, look, he's smiling. That is a clickbait. <laughs> Yo, Phil. What? You never been in a street fight before? You ever been in beef? You ever have any beef before in your of life? Of course. In hockey all the time. No, 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 no. Not in hockey. Beef. Like, like beef. Like beef. actual beef. Like, like you, you see somebody. somebody like if like I see you, like it's problems. No, I'm not that type of person. Everyone loves. What do you mean a type of person? <laughs> I, I, I don't start type of person. No, not at all. I don't start shit with anyone. Oh my god! I, I just say you actually you started shit with anyone. I'm just saying. Have you has ever had anyone beef? had a problem with? Have you, you ever had a problem with somebody or someone had a problem with you and you knew when you see when you when I see this person, this site. is what the fuck <laughs> is gonna be. Nope. That's why you believe that bullshit. No, I don't. That is garbage. That I don't is, believe that it. is one thousand percent clickbait. I'm just saying bro. what I saw. What he, I saw. You know what Brendan Sharp said in this video? What he said. That's why. That's why you think. He, that's what the, the clickbait is. Because Brendan Sharp said, "Yeah, man. Uh, if I thought, I thought, I thought he was gonna hop out here for a sec, I would have to dust off the old skills." You know? Oh, that's what he said. That's what he said. The clickbait <laughs> is Brendan Schaub getting ready to get into a street fight. Man, fuck whoever wrote that, bro. Well, I talk about how much I hate Brendan Schaub, so I would have loved to see him fight Jake Paul then. He probably would beat him. He would him. Be, beat well, him. Obviously, he does. <laughs> so you'd want to see him win. <laughs> Ew, Brendan Schaub? Yeah, I need to play this clip for y'all. Oh, that's a tough one. I got to play the clip for y'all to hear it. Right. Oh, it says, new video shows Brendan Schaub ready to street fight Jake Paul for that's, dampening That's, a, that's, a, that's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, man. He ain't trying to fight nobody, man. Well, okay, Paul, oh, can we talk about this one? I wanted to talk about this since we kind of spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Some more MMA news. Tony Ferguson said in a recent interview that Charles Oliveira was, quote-unquote, mentally broken in the first round of their UFC 256 fight. And then did you see what he was doing on Instagram live? Like he was watching the fight. He's like, look. He's like, look. He, he was not winning this fight on a technical standpoint. He was not taking guard. He was not passing. Like, he was, like, going, like, through everything, saying how he lost his fight and Yo, how he was mentally broken. Fighters, listen, he's smart. Because casuals are going to be like, word. The guy, Tony Ferguson, he doesn't lose fans. I mean, that's 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 the game, man. Unfortunately, but that's what it is. I feel like you just look like an idiot doing that stuff. To people who know what's up. But to to some fans, they're going to ride out, bro. That's why fighters always do that. Fighters like, yeah, look at... Look at fucking uh, what's the bo- the heavyweight boxer Deontay Wilder was like yeah, the suit that oh, I yeah. walked out in my my it's costume like or it was whatever. too heavy and then it hurt my back. They go what? Why would you even then? What like, are you yeah, talking what? about, bro? Like what are you talking about? Like no, that's what people do. That's what fighters do, bro. And y'all y'all fucking eat it up all the time. Y'all hang on every word that we say. A lot of shit is bullshit, man. It, Sorry, and obviously you could tell, <laughs> especially with. With the performance that we saw, Charles cooked him exactly. Charles Oliver destroyed Tony Ferguson. Charles like, that's cooked not, him. That's not even a question. I didn't that's see Tony Ferguson in the fight. Yeah, there he was, was never in the fight. It wasn't. Know? He's a fucking warrior, you know. But he didn't tap on that one thing for sure. But you know, what was that? 
And Biscuit said Wilder also said Fury had an egg weight inside his glove. <laughs> yo, but people, yo, fighters gotta do what they are gonna do what they're gonna do, man. They're gonna say what they're gonna say. And it's a shame. I feel like if you just take the loss, like more like a you know a normal human being, you would. But sometimes there is things that do do happen, and some things you know. But a lot of times when you're at that level, a lot of guys are gonna, you know, look at look at uh, what's his name? Look at uh, that's why there's always controversy when it's a big pro high profile fights. Look at uh, what's the guy, Kobe Covington mm. when he fought uh. Tyron Woodley? Tyron, no, when he got his jaw broken. Oh, Kamar Usman? What did he say? It was all these, oh, he fake, like fake taps and fake True. this and this and this. And everyone's like, yeah. His, you're following. Your fans are going to just fucking ride with you. That's well, just, that's because his fans also are. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you can. Fuck yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, before we move on, I want to play this video for y'all. I want to play the video of Brendan Schaub saying what he said. This is the video of Brendan Schaub saying that he's going to get... And the title of this video was Brendan Schaub getting ready to get into a street also, fight. Also, it's it's from his below-the-belt like promotion thing. No, this is MMA media. This is from... Uh, no, no, I'm saying they took the video from like below-the-belt, oh. below which is Brendan Schaub's promotion thing. Listen to this shit. Hey, look! It's Conor McGregor's bitch right there! Pussy! Pussy! Oh, this is the video from Jake. This is Jake and him throwing garbage at him. So the, the following video is Brendan Schaub getting ready to get into a quote unquote get into a street fight. Street fight. Uh, and just like that, I lost the video. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Just like that, I lost the fucking video. All right. Y'all gonna have to give me time to find this. All right, we'll get back to it. Move on. I'll come back. Okay. To Once move I find on. that video. My bad, Joe. But there's a video of him saying that jokingly. We'd had to dust off the whatever. I have to dust off the old skill set. <laughs> Meanwhile, he set that whole shit up. Yeah, right. He probably was the one that like told Jake. <laughs> Meanwhile, he set that whole shit up, bro. That shit is wild. Next news: Bellator has signed Darina Mad- Madziuk, a Russian female fighter that got notoriety. From a viral video after she TKO'd a 529 pound man. So oh, I saw that. Yeah, you saw that video, right? Yeah, I saw that video. Girl with the red hair? Yeah. Crazy. Well, Bellator has signed her, obviously. Nice. That's one of the most Bellator things to do, I would say. Uh, some more MMA news. Corey Sanhagen versus Frankie Edgar is being finalized for February 6th. Yes. I would say Corey Sanhagen takes that one. I would I would say so too. As much as I hate to say it, I would say so. Yeah, Frankie Edgar has he, I, he's another fighter that's at the end of his game. I would say. Yeah. Okay, we have one more MMA news, and the last one of the show. This is a quote straight from Stephen Wonderboy Thompson about Hamzat Chemaev, and I'm curious as to what you think of it. Ready? This is Stephen Wonderboy's quote. Mm-hmm. I had to fight through Murderer's Row to get where I'm at, and so did Leon Edwards. He was. On a eight-fight winning streak to get where he's at. I had to fight a slew of guys. I mean, tough opponents. Robert Whitaker, Jake Ellenberger, Rory McDonald, Johnny Hendricks to get where I'm at. And then this guy just jumps past everybody. I think it's a slap in the face to everybody who's worked their butts off. Right? Yeah. I would say well-deserved or well-said. Uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, we know what we're doing. We know what this is, man. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's unfortunate. I'm not saying it's right. 
but it's a marketing machine, man, and it's about all about the money. The dude before it's COVID, right? And no, he was one of the first guys to fight back to back like that. You mm-hmm. know, even before Kevin Holland and mm-hmm. everybody else, before it became like, oh, this is a thing. Dude was jumping weight classes, and people were hype about that, man. That's what, you know, and that's what we MMA is in a in a in a weird state where it's 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 mainstream now. You know what I'm saying? It's taking another step forward in mainstream. So all we got a lot of new fans and shit like that. So people see that, and it's like, oh shit, this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, train. Yeah, and then now he knocked this guy out. Yeah. He knocked this guy out. You know, and then oh, he's submitting this guy. He fought. He's, he's taking so many fights back to back. At what weight class? This weight class? That it's impressive. Mm-hmm. It is. But now people get behind it. He has Russia, a whole country behind him. Like most of us, don't have a whole country behind us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When you have a country behind you, it helps. Wait. So um, wait a lot. Yeah. And hey, he he did exactly what he needed to do. You can't blame him for it. It is kind of like uh, you know. People buy the hype a little too much. We know he's elite, but we don't know where he falls on the spectrum. All right. We'll find out. But I guess we just gotta wait and see. But I, I agree with I agree with, with Tom with Thompson to an extent. I agree. Yeah. But it is what it is, bro. This is what MMA is. I mm-hmm. can we can sit here and complain about it all we want. We ain't gonna change nothing. This is what yeah. it is. Yeah, definitely. But it's, it's popularity, marketability, say, what and what you, you say. Yeah. Yeah. What what have you done for me lately? Exactly. I mean, if if honestly if Wonder Boy knocked Jeff Neal out and got on the mic and was just like, yo, spoke about it, you know, and was like, yo, you're taking everything you work for, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. Like, put some attitude, even put one curse word. Mm-hmm. You know, throw, he a wouldn't. Sh- throw a shit in there or something like <laughs> he that. Yo, throw a shit in there. Throw the S word in there. I guarantee it, bro. Well, I thought you meant literal shit. No, no, no. no. I'm saying throw, throw an S word in there. Mm. <laughs> Biscuit said, um, Oh, yeah, Yo, Evox, what up, Evox? How you doing, bro? Oh, Biscuit said Kevin Holland took Hamzat shine. I would say, I would agree with that. Mm. I could say, I would say Kevin, Kevin Holland is more deserving, though. I think. Yeah, I would say he's he could win more fighter frequently. of the year, too. Yeah, he's fought more frequently. He's fought more dangerous fighters, for mm-hmm. sure. We don't know about Kamzat. We don't know where he falls on. We know he's good. Yes, Kamzat is good. But where on this, how good is he? He could be fucking the best. He could be the next Khabib. But he could, he also could just could be some guy. You know, guy who's pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah. he was, was pretty good. You know, he's like top ten. Yeah. You know, I think he's top fifteen caliber, one thousand yeah, percent. But we don't know yet. We don't know if he's top five or what. We don't know where he's at. But I know he's top fifteen for sure. May two K said Hamza wanted to fight, then he would have fought Sir Neil Magny. He's acting like he's anytime, anywhere. Uh, mm. It's more strategic now. Remember, mm. it's still a business, guys. Y'all gotta remember, it's still a business. And fighters still are a product. Mm. So fighters still have to make smart decisions, you know, regardless of what we want and, you know, fans want. It's just like, hey, still got to make smart decisions to build your notoriety and, mm. and, and get the most money that you can. Definitely. That's what it's all about at the end. Everyone's a prize fighter. Yeah. We're as much as fighters. guys, yeah, guys are going to say that. They're going to say to build the image of, hey, yeah, anytime, anywhere, I'm this and I'm I'm this tough guy or I'm like, you know. And I don't fight for money. I fight for pride. And I want to show that I'm the best guy in the world. And blah, 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 yeah, blah, right. blah bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. fight for money. You are. There's no <laughs> you doubt want about that it. Brand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's just what it is, you know? That's for sure. Whitaker said, agree with Wonderboy, but Hamza took the right moves. Wonderboy's been out for like eight months. Yeah. That's true. And but sometimes when you guys say guys are sitting out, you can't give the guys too much slack for sitting out. But like, oh, well, you didn't fight. You didn't fight. A lot of times it's not up to the guy to fight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, sometimes... Sometimes the UFC just don't call them. Sometimes they be trying to get fight in the background, you know, with their managers, and they're just like, yo, and then it's like, yo, I, there's no matchups right now for you. There's no good matchups, you know, and then this guy has a fight, that guy has a fight. 
you know, there's been moments where even me, and I'm not a high profile fighter or anything like that, at least yet, right? But I'm not. Uh, there's been an opportunity. There's been times where it's like, yo, I want to fight this guy. Mm. I want to fight that guy. And it's been like, yo, this guy has a fight right now. That guy has a fight right now. You just got to wait. Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe Later. this month, you know, maybe this month, we check back. Uh, right now, this guy has a fight. Hold up. We're, we're coming. We, we're working it out. We're working out for everything. It, it's like that sometimes. So behind in the background, you guys can't can't blame a fighter for not fighting all the time. It's not always up to the fighter. Mm. You know? Makes Happens. sense, though. Yeah. Uh, Kamara said, as long as it's business not and not a league, the UFC will fuck with the rankings and the matchup. Wait, what was that? Kamar said, as long as it's a business and not a league, the UFC will fuck with rankings and matchups. Yes. Yeah. Because they want to get the bang out, most bang out of their buck. Mm-hmm. And there's that nothing wrong with that. That's what it is, man. Meatballs said, Phil, is it a wine night tonight? Uh, are you asking me? I mean, wine's pretty good. Enjoy some wine. <laughs> Evox said, all good. I found Phil working at his out of camp job. Talking saying me? Me, Evox? What is my out of camp job? This. True. This is my out of camp job. Exactly, actually. And 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 uh and, and now streaming. I'm a Twitch affiliate now. Everyone go follow me on Twitch. Toss me a sub a sub. Just kidding. You don't have to do that right now. Do it. That'll come that'll come later. But yeah, that, that wraps up the MMA news then. We've been almost going for two hours now. Is that Follow his Twitch and OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. And my OnlyFans only coming soon. Definitely yeah, follow yeah. his Twitch, though. His For Twitch sure. is right there in the chat, y'all. Go show Phil some love, man. Uh, what other news we got, my man? Hold on. So Beast Mode said, talk about the Muhammad Ali law in MMA. Talk about the Muhammad Ali law in MMA. Is that even... Did, did that even pass? Is that in MMA now? I don't even oh. know. What is that? That's. I think that's like a law where, where the, the company has to now say disclose all the earnings that they make or something like mm. that so the, to every fighter so every fighter has to know i like that yeah i like that actually i think so i could be wrong um but. section 10 of the ali act states that no promoter is permitted to have a contract with a boxer that has clauses preventing the boxer from participating in a professional boxing match against another boxer under contract mm. Mm. it probably has a lot yeah it's definitely a lot to it Whitaker said lawsuit if successful bringing in big changes. Uh, yes, there is a, a huge lawsuit right now. That's rough. Uh, Beast Mode said basically the UFC got to give the fighters more money. Oh, it says uh, it was brought about to halt widespread abuse via exploitation, rigging of bouts, and unfair mismatches against licensed boxers by promoters. So then I guess licensed fighters. By. Mm. So yeah, the UFC will have to pay you guys more. Can't get abused. Wow. Well, yeah, that'd be interesting to see. It would be finally though. Be real interesting. Um, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, what we got in other news? That wraps it up. That wraps the news. We got no more news. All right, guys. Hey, any questions? Anybody got any questions for me? Fight news is on the way. Contract is signed. Ooh, interesting. Yes, sir. Contract is signed, and we're ready to rock. We'll be back in the octagon in a couple months. So yeah, we're ready to rock. Locked and loaded. It's a good fight, exciting fight for you guys. Fucking Super exciting, I would great say. Great bout. Very, yeah, I'm very excited. Honestly. Yeah, we, we're gonna throw down in there. We're gonna throw yeah. down. So it's gonna be a good one. So, um, y'all, follow the Discord. Uh, the, join the Discord. Discord's in the chat right there. You join the Discord. Be first to, you know, hear the news. It'll be in the Discord first, and then I'll go live, and it'll be here for you guys. You already know. 
Um, you fighting Santiago Ponce? You know, uh, keep guessing. I won't say. I will mm. not say. People are gonna try and and bribe Phil for the. I won't. For the, I won't for let the it tea. Yeah. <laughs> what about for the right price? Oh uh, man, good luck in your next fight uh, in the UFC, bro. Appreciate you, my man. Much love. Uh, link Discord. Link the Discord one more time for everybody. Uh, so yeah, join the Discord, man. Join the fam. If you're already not in the Discord, most people in here are probably already in the Discord anyway. Also, give Phil a follow. Also, exclamation point. So Frita, hit us with that one too. Sophie, our producer, our beautiful producer, Sofrita Lala, she is now on Twitch as well. Y'all go ahead and show her some love, man. Um, she'll be reviewing and dropping, you, bringing you your latest drops of sneakers and all that good shit, fashion and all that shit. That's what she does. So, follow us on YouTube too. Oh, or shit. subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. What about oh, no, we got and, new and content? Follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that too. All that. Follow us on everything, man. Follow us on everything. The pro and the bro. I'm her. I'm her twelfth. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, she's yay. she's coming up. She's coming up. She just started it. She just started it. What did you put? Exclamation point! Nate OnlyFans. Inbox <laughs> said the link to where's Nate? He's all his Nate fucking shade, and Nate's not even yeah, here, bro. Right? I leave Nate alone, man. You want him to defend himself? Be able to defend himself? Yeah, let let Nate be able to defend himself at least. But uh, yeah, yeah. Much love. And again, the fight will be announced soon. Um, yeah, you guys will be first to get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it here. You know, I'm not gonna wait for one of these uh, media outlets to get a hold of it. So again, again, right? That shit was wild. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna drop it, and I'm gonna let y'all know. So yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Much love. Again, before I leave, everyone, all the subs, all the subs, right? Oh shit, yeah, all the subs. Before I. Actually, one more thing. Shit. I'm forgetting all this. I got so much shit I want to tell y'all that I should have told y'all. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all later, too, because I'm back. You know, we're live again at, what, 10 o'clock tonight for the late show. And if y'all pull up, I'll tell y'all all this shit, too. But um, new merch. Ooh. New merch. You have your own website now, right? Yes, sir. Nice. I've always had my own website. Oh, but well. There's another website. Now. No, now there's two websites. <laughs> now there's two websites. Exclamation point merch. New merch, y'all. So check that out. We got some cool merch. Real rude. Also, oh, Beast Mode asked, what's your name, bro? What's my name? My name is Randy Brown. Oh! Meatball with the tier one sub. Oh, you fucking gangster. Oh you fucking G. Appreciate you, man. Meatballs. You the man, bro. Fuck, there's so much shit. I keep forgetting. You keep reminding me of everything. Why are you covering the mic when you tell me? Just say it in the mic because you know better than me. I don't know if you want to talk about it because you haven't. Uh, Also, bringing back the spin the wheel trivia on Sunday's post fight show. So you guys get the chance to win a bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff. Like hats, gloves, MMA gloves, boxing gloves. So study your MMA knowledge from now. And you get a chance to win all this shit. So this is one of the t shirts, the real rude t shirt, right? So this is from. For all the homies that have been here for a while that have been supporting. This is the uh this is from the, the YouTube series. My my vlog on YouTube. That's Whenever start up again. it starts again, now that I'm in fight camp, it starts every fight camp. We document fight camp leading up to the document all the training leading up to the fight. Um so this is what this shirt is from. On my YouTube page is called uh Real Rude. So the YouTube is on my Twitch. So all you gotta do is click it somewhere. Um yeah, subscribe to the YouTube and oh, oh, sorry. Hold on, I just saw what Evox Evox said. Been waiting for most of two days to post that link. Dicks, he posted a video in the Discord of someone that looks like me on YouTube. 
Oh. It's this <laughs> random ass guy. Let me see. His Does name is Bikes like and Beards. Bikes oh, and Beards? Wow. Yeah, that's Coins. the guy's that's thing. Not like, that's not like your kind of shit. Evox, I see what you're talking about now. Now, I just saw it. This guy does look like you. That's crazy. Let me see him. <laughs> He's on the left. He looks just like Phil. Pass it to me. <laughs> really? Oh, man. Yo. So, Friday, right? No, Sunday, right? Sunday's Sunday. the next show? Sunday. And if you're familiar with the spin the wheel that we do, y'all, we spin the wheel. We ask you questions. There's shit ton of fighters on the wheel first. Yes. We ask a generic question. Whoever's first in the chat to answer that question gets a chance to spin the wheel. Once we spin the wheel, whatever fighter the wheel lands on, you have to answer a question about that fighter. And then, you, obviously, you get the question right. You get you can win anything. You could win a pair of gloves, signed gloves from me. You can win uh, real rude t-shirts. Um, you win shin guards, MMA fucking gloves, MMA yeah. gloves. We give away a, a bunch of shit. Hats. You'll see hats. All that. Any everything signed. So, yeah. That's what it is. So Kamara said every rural white guy with a beard looks like Phil. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and then your occasional occasional like Arab or Middle Eastern yeah. guy. Yeah, I always get I've had <laughs> Arab people come up to me and talk to me about our camera's out again. I told you. Damn. Yo. Anyway, man, that's it, y'all. Much love. Y'all all filled in. I'm going back live again at ten o'clock tonight, so you're more than welcome to join. If you join, remember, it's no MMA talk at all. I mean, you would talk a little bit of MMA. There's some MMA, but it's not an MMA show. It's just me and the homies chilling, talking about all kind of bullshit. So come through. Come chill with us, man. Much love, man. Peace. Bye. See you guys. Later. Bye.